Remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. experience. Are you ready?
Welcome, Cowboys Nation, to another episode of the Late Night Hype Show. We have a special guest in the building, 105.3 The Fans, Jeff Cavanaugh, or as you guys know him now, Mr. Forty Burger coming up. We're going to talk about the draft, because you know he goes deep diving into the draft. But before that, let's party! Hey, Jeff, you got to show him the special guest that you showed us before the show, though. <laughs> yeah, bring that other guest in here, Jeff. Bring that other guest in here before we, before we show the face. game James you know they say that about James because uh one time back at Arkansas it was SEC time there was a James he's big he had game and that was big game and here he is a big game James and Skywalker's here and so here we go oh man classic classic hey pull James it off there. just don't show a face and say the voice and you're gonna get money that was Jerry <laughs> Wayne Jones <laughs> In the building. But right now, we got Jeff Cavanaugh, y'all, uh, in the building, 105.3 The Fan. What's up, Jeff? Uh, I'm rocking and rolling. It is an honor and a privilege to be here. I know you guys are hoping that I'll say something stupid so we can go viral. You guys are on a roll right now. You guys are on a roll right now. Living high on the hog after that, uh, after the Georgia Loka thing went yeah, bonkers. Kind of crazy. It went now, crazy. Yeah, it's no. crazy what mm -hmm. one minute and 49 seconds can do for you. Yeah, and yeah. now I know. I know what you guys are doing now. Yeah. yeah. You think I'll say something? Yeah, you think I'll say something stupid? I know what's happening. Yeah. Wait for you to yeah. slip up a little bit. Slip up. Yeah, I know yeah. what's happening here. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. How the panel doing? Law of Nations, uh, Silver Blue Nation, Big Game. What's up, man? How y'all doing tonight? Oh man! Hey man, we're doing like, great. Good. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I just I mean, every I, I, day. I, okay. Look, every day is getting closer to the season. I'm ready to hit something. Yeah, How about you, though? You know. Yeah. Well, we mm -hmm. we might be positive. hitting some, but we're gonna be hitting it from the internet because we ain't going to games. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, hey, so hey, you hey. one of those? You one of those? Oh, I people. am one huh? of them. Let's keep it real. Come on, bro. I'm gonna Slow leave down. it alone. I, that's another subject. <laughs> Slow it down. We're not gonna no. do that, okay, Jeff? I don't know no, where no. you're at with that, Jeff, but I'm I'm trying to be positive about the situation. Sounds very political to me. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's not the kind of viral we want to go. Okay. No, we won't oh, do that. we're not going that viral. Okay. okay yeah, <laughs> let's leave that alone, man. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat right now. It's already booming early. We barely even started. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, we're going to try to have a quick, good show for you guys. Um, Jeff won't be here the whole entire time. We'll do our segment with Jeff, and then we'll move forward with the rest of the show. But uh, with that said, let's kind of just hop right into it because, listen, I come to you, Jeff, when it comes to the fans, you know, the fans fan in regards to the draft, right? You are able to give us, you know, the your your take on the drafted players or the the, the prospects in a way that I can understand <laughs> where it's not totally uh, scout talk. And I love broad I love broadest, right? But oh, you know, man, I, shots you know. fired at Broadus. That's real no, messed no, up. No, man. no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said, came right out there and said, right bow, 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 shin shots. But, well, but, there go 
Waters coming on the show. You, yep. you give yep. it yep. to us. You got to defend. You got to defend himself. I'm gonna tell you secrets about Broadus too. That man holds a grudge. You'll never live this one down. Uh, well, listen, we, I've listened to him and Mickey for years, so <laughs> I, I know those little shots he be throwing. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, okay. I really just we just want to pick your brain about this draft here. So you know, big game or law, if you want to kind of go right into it and uh, uh you know, all right, let's just up. talk about it. Forty burgers, list this off rip. You you need <laughs> yeah. to trademark that damn name do, for bro. real, bro. You should trademark that name because you will be rich right now. Okay, rich. that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Yeah. Um, and that's one of those. I have a terrible memory, so I don't know if I came up with it or not. I'll be honest. Well, who cares? We I all think, think of you when you say right. when we hear burgers. 40 burgers, we hear you, so you run yeah. with it. Yeah, I think it was at not to be trite, my guy Mike White on Twitter, mm-hmm. the other Mike White. Okay. I think he <laughs> might have been the okay. first Mike one. Mike White is cool. I, I like But Mike I pushed White. it hard. And you so did. I do you pushed it super. Yeah. It's I consider yours. myself, Hellman, and Mike White to be the three dads of the mm-hmm. movement. And now I see you <laughs> blogging the boys is out there pushing, hawking t shirts. Uh, <laughs> and you know what I have to say about that? God bless you. <laughs> Not a cut or a percentage or anything. Let me tell you right? something, Jeff. When we when we yeah. kind of pushed that you were coming on the show, literally, you know, a lot of people were saying, "Team for Mr. Team Forty Burgers." Team Forty coming Burgers on the show. that was coming mm-hmm. out. Team so, Forty Burgers, you know, big dog. It's associated with you now, man. I've yeah, learned you've got to you got to come up with uh, catchy things. Team yeah. Forty Burger and Captain Trade Down. Law Those Nation is things <laughs> I went with. Law Nation <laughs> is the master of that. I don't have yeah. enough catchy things, but he's got a ton of them. Yeah, for sure. Yes, indeed, so what's I, up with this draft, man? What do you yeah. think about? I mean, you've been you was pushing it, uh, Jeff. You and my and and Vosh Lombardi, y'all was pushing. You mm-hmm. you know, remember we had we had me, you, Law, and Bobby was on the show, and you were talking right. receiver, receiver. Hey, we get a receiver, boom. Let's. You were talking about a little bit of Mari thing, but it came to fruition. What do you think about CD Lamb dropping here and the offense, all that good stuff? What's what's kind of your feeling with that? Uh, I think you got to um, be really thankful for the teams who screwed it up before you. Um, <laughs> right. So thank you to the 49ers for uh, <laughs> taking Javon Kinlaw, who I really like, but I thought right. they're going to take a wide receiver for sure. So thank you to them for not taking one. Uh, thank you to the Broncos for taking the wrong receiver and Henry Ruggs <laughs> is the first receiver <laughs> off the board. Right. And uh, wait, no, 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 no. That was Raiders. Oakland. Oh, that was Raiders. Raiders, not Oakland. Raiders, yeah. Uh, Vegas, then then Raiders. Denver took yeah, the yeah, other yeah. receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Denver Jerry. took Jerry Judy. They Judy. Um, and, uh, you know, it, even if it had played the other way, if Denver had taken CeeDee Lamb, I would have wanted Jerry Judy for the Cowboys mm-hmm. over Caleb on chase on. I just, to me, those those two receivers, I don't have Henry Ruggs on mm-hmm. that same sort of level as Judy and CeeDee Lamb. He was my three. Right. He was my third guy. So when he went off the board, it was like, oh, sweet. All right. But I thought all three of them would go. And to see CeeDee Lamb be the one that didn't, uh, I was shocked. Because that, that was one of those things where I would do, you know, you play with the little simulators and you make videos. You say, here's mock draft version 73.4. Right. And, <laughs> and CeeDee Lamb makes it to 17. And I'd be like, okay, hold, okay, hold on, hold on. We're going to restart this because that'll never happen. And you restart it. And then it happened. And it, like the Cowboys felt the same way. Their simulations, they weren't getting CeeDee Lamb on the team. And that was my thing is as we were leading up to the draft, everybody kept talking about, all right, but but realistically, you know, maybe Chase on or maybe and you start naming all these other guys. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it drop. I was like, but if one of those top three receivers is there, you better be willing to pick one. But I didn't think they would. So I'm proud of our little cowboys. I'm proud of our little little cowboys for making the right decision. Passing game is king. 
And yes. CeeDee Lamb was their sixth best player. He was my either sixth or seventh best player. To get him at 17 is just stupid value, and receiver is an important position, so you take him. Mm-hmm. So if CD wasn't there, uh, would you lean on defense or were you all team offense altogether? No, if CD was gone, uh, I'm trying to picture the board at that point. I would have I would have been okay with a Caleb on Chase on pick. Okay. Uh, I, I I just I thought he was kind of a boomer bust guy, mm-hmm. and we'll see. Maybe that athleticism turns into a monster in the NFL, and maybe it doesn't. But the, to me, those those top two receivers, CD Lamb and Jerry Judy. They're so safe. Oh my goodness! Right. Like it's high floor, high ceiling. It's everything mm-hmm. that you want, and and to have that, that was just a gift. And so oh a plus because they were willing to take it. Let me, let me put you right here. Uh, what 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 skill set do you think that J- Jerry Judy have over CD Lamb, and what do CD Lamb have over a uh, Jerry Judy? I think Jerry Judy is the better route runner. I think Jerry Judy, his footwork to just make people look silly when he's running routes, it's just, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's outstanding. Whereas CeeDee Lamb, I think is, they're both really good after the catch, but for different reasons. CeeDee Lamb is just so smooth and his lower mm-hmm. body power is so good and his balance is so good. Uh, so like, I think CeeDee is the better go get my football guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you want him to turn around and do an Odell Beckham, one hand out here, no problem. CeeDee Lamb is going to make bad throws work. He'll go get them. Uh, but Jerry Judy is just one of those guys. I'll give you my comps. So, like, Jerry Judy, when I watch mm-hmm. him play, mm-hmm. I think about Antonio Brown. Wow. That guy, where it's like he's not the 99th percentile athlete, but he right. just knows how to run routes, and he just knows how to set people up and – and, and and the way that he moves is just like that. I picture him as more of a guy that plays on the ground and not in the air, but just such a great route runner to get open. And CeeDee Lamb to me is DeAndre Hopkins. He's basically a clone of DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. where he's not yeah. huge mm-hmm. and he's not a burner, mm-hmm. but back shoulder ball belongs to him. Ball in the air belongs to him. One guy not going to tackle him. He's just, he's that guy that's super dependable and good at everything. So that's just the, those two guys. That's who I see: Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. And I'll take either one. Wow! So the, yeah, I, de- I, I definitely would uh, would take either one of them. Um, and 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 we were all surprised. We all did backflips and cartwheels. I mean, yeah. how can you get mad at you getting a CD Lamb? Because now you're just sitting there thinking <laughs> you're curling your fingers like we were about to really get it in. So now you get a CD Lamb, and what's so good about it is. You had probably uh, T- Trayvon Diggs. They had him in other publications, Jeff. And being a first-round pick with the Cowboys, he falls to you in the second round. Ooh. How do you feel about that one? That's my it, dog, bro. It is, boy. it is so rare that the Cowboys, as they're going through a draft, that you say, hey, Jeff, who would you pick? And then you give <laughs> a name, and then they pick him. It's very rare that that Twice. happens. Twice. You know? Xavier <laughs> Twice. Woods, yeah. Andy Brown, Michael Gallup. By the way, Jeff. Uh, Credit to you for Xavier Woods. I I watched that uh, live draft, and you were champion that damn thing. Every time a pick came in, you kept saying Xavier Woods. I literally credited you for getting Xavier Woods. Well, I mean, we had the secondary coach on because they had already taken, uh, what, Cheeto and Jordan. Yeah. Right. And I told Switzer. him, I said, I know you guys don't have a pick coming up, so you're going to probably want to trade up here and uh, get Xavier Woods. And then they did. They did it. Was it. great. So <laughs> shout out great. to you, fam. Shout out to you. So Trayvon Diggs, now technically he wasn't my best player available. He was my second best, which means it's a terrible pick. Um, <laughs> I actually liked Christian Fulton, the LSU corner. I like him too. A little better. 
Why, why do you like them a little better? Why, why, not why that? So, so I get what the Cowboys um, are thinking because, and we'll probably talk about this later. We know what they're trying to do at corner now. Mm-hmm. They've made it very talk, clear. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it. We made, they made it very clear. So I get it. That's that's the route they went. And, I mean, yeah, he, he could have easily gone in the first round. There's scenarios where maybe the Cowboys would have picked Trayvon Diggs at 17 mm-hmm. if the right players are gone. So to have him um, at 51, and, well, here's a little nugget for you. I don't know if you guys know this. They actually had Neville Gallimore graded ahead of Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, we did uh, hear that. They loved Neville Gallimore. Mm-hmm. But whatever. They picked a better player. Trayvon Diggs is a better player. Um, <laughs> and so – I like that. I just, I think it worked out so great. Cause that's another one that I went home after night one is I think so many people did. And you're like, all right, first round's over. Let's run some simulations. Let's see who we can get. And the first one, Trayvon Diggs was available at 51. And I said to the people watching, I think I was doing a YouTube video. I said, obviously this one's not realistic. Um, if it happens, I'll take Trayvon Diggs, but this isn't going to happen. And then it happens. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> right. So they probably got one of the 10 best players in the draft at 17, and they probably got one of the 30 best players in the draft at 51. And they probably got one of the 50 or 60 best players in the draft at 82. And so they were just cooking. It's like momentum was real in the draft where draft God was just like, you know what? You guys haven't been great the last few years. Let me just have things fall into your lap over and over and over. And so I like it, you know, no Byron Jones, they need, they need bodies at corner with all the contracts that are about to be up and everybody about to be gone. And so that was, that was best case scenario, two rounds in a row. Well, let's, let's, let's stay there at corner, right? We might as well. Let's not even move off of it. We'll come back to the third rounds and fourth and what have you. And let's stay there at corner because a lot is, is in the news right now, right? With the size thing. And then there was that, that video of our guy, boss cowboy talking to Chris Harris, where Chris Harris says, Oh, you know, they didn't want me. They didn't want any guy under six foot. Um, it's a real thing. I'm not saying this to end all be all, but it is absolutely real because not only are they saying it right not like, like not like Rashard, Rashard was saying it, but the team wasn't doing anything about it. They, they told Rashard, you're going to have to work with Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown mm-hmm. and Cheeto. Mm-hmm. The team went out and there's a, there's a picture here I had posted and they got about five or six guys that are six foot and over. That's not a, an accident folks, right? No. I mean, they all look like clones. If you just look at height and weight, it's basically six foot one, 200 pounds. That's you what know. all their Daryl Worley, who they signed. Al Harris clones. Yeah. Oh, and Al Harris go. is going to be coaching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs, Reggie Robinson, yeah. Maurice Kennedy, um, Daryl Worley, everybody that they're bringing in is the same kind of build. And mm-hmm. there's a weird uh, contradiction that's happening here. Because the thing that got me most excited about the Cowboys draft and their team building in general is when Mike McCarthy or when Will McClay told us going. Yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, players over scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you're but a good player. A scheme. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's, it's a weird good. contradiction, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But yes, I want players over scheme on offense for sure. But if you've got a plan on defense and that plan involves not being the Cowboys, when you guys were talking to George Iloka, I think that quote was so money. Like, wait, you want mm-hmm. us to show them what we're running? And the answer was yes. This is what we are. As if you, like, hey, Chris Richard, congratulations. Like, that worked when you had a Hall of Famer at corner on right. two Hall of Famers at safety. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can, I can show you what I'm doing because Earl Thomas is back here and he's going to erase any mistake. Right. And Richard Sherman's going to blanket whoever and Cam Chancellor's going to snap you in half. So, <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Um, 
it, and that's not today's NFL. I think the most important thing in the NFL today is adaptability. Mm-hmm. If I play different people, I do different things. I show you different things. I attack your weakness. But if part of what, what they want to do on defense is play more press coverage and disrupt receivers right at the beginning of the play and mess up the timing of plays and attack. And I think that's what they're going to do. I think they'll blitz more. Mm-hmm. I think they'll mix up their fronts more. I think they'll challenge receivers at the line of scrimmage more. And I'm here for it. I think that pairs well with an up-tempo offense that's invested a lot in receiver and we're going to score points and we mm. might give some points up, but we're going to try to take the ball away that's and we're going to try to make big plays I, I like the way that that lines up and the, to them, big corners with long arms that can affect passing lanes and jam guys to the line of scrimmage is a part of that. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with the contradiction of what the head coach said. <laughs> They're doing it corner because I support both. Yeah. So, so, so speaking of that uh, corners sliding over to the inside, the safety position, there's been a glaring need at that spot for a long time with the Cowboys. Do you think that we got enough guys that can do positional flex so we don't, we don't have to really worry about that. What what are your thoughts on the safety situation? Strong think, safety. Uh, okay, because I well I think what's going to happen at safety is safety is well, this is what's going to have to happen mm-hmm. is safety a year from now is going to be the spot where it's like oh they signed one veteran there they signed a second veteran and there they drafted a guy in the first or second round and there they drafted a guy in the fourth round because Xavier Woods last year the deal haha Clinton Dix one year deal. Um, even if they're going to move a corner to safety, whoever it is, one-year deal, they're all gone mm-hmm. after this. But I do think HaHa Clinton Dix is a slight upgrade, and I know this sounds mean, slight upgrade over Jeff Heath. I think HaHa <laughs> Clinton Dix is – the Heath fans. I, I just don't like his tape inside the box, though. You you want to play either. him inside close? I think he's just okay. I, I he's mean, he's a, okay. a he's, he's a guy that can cover, but he don't Here, tackle, and he takes the worst yeah. angles ever. What hey, he is, he's he's there. He's Green Bay's Jeff Heath. They yeah. could, they, they're they're really glad. Whoever the next guy was in Green Bay to play safety, they were gonna love him because he wasn't Je- he he wasn't Ha Ha Clinton Dix. You got somebody else's Jeff Heath. Here's my theory, though, Jeff, on the safety situation because I'm a cha- I'm champion. I am number one fan for trading you know jerry jones for jamal adams right so like give me jamal you trade adams. jerry <laughs> i don't care trade, trade anything jerry. For, for jamal Johnny Walker Blue, baby. How, how, however I, i'm starting to come around listening to george iloka right i'm starting to come around to the to, to this theory that maybe they are not looking to get a box safety Maybe what they want to do is play super aggressive, have long corners, play aggressive on the outside the boundary. And if you're going to do that, you need to have guys that can recover. You need to have guys that can cover and can get to spots as as free safety type guys. And they got two of them in Woods and, and, and in HaHa. They're not great tacklers in the box. They're not box safeties. But that's how it's coming off to me because they're not putting any premium on, on, on a traditional box safety. I don't know if anybody else is noticing that. But mm-hmm. does that theory make sense? No, I think it's a great observation because I, I think you're right. I think they have two guys that are going to start at safety that are both more of a, quote, free safety. Um, exactly. Right. And I I understand it because when you think about the way that the league is going, it's more and more of a passing league. And so if you can't cover, mm. I don't have a lot of use for you. But after watching this team last year, I think you're kind of pushing the boundaries on. If you're going to bring in guys who don't tackle well, did you not watch your defense last yeah. year? Yeah, you had problems there. So I would like it if my last lines of defense are sure tacklers. 
Um, but I understand leaning towards what we want to do is we want to be able to cover and we want to be able to take the ball away. And I like they, just, they don't like strong safeties. I, they don't value that don't. spot McClay at all. McClay doesn't. They're just like, yeah, put Jeff Heath in there. We don't care. He's been here for how long? Has he ever been terrible? And they're like, yeah, a little bit. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Put him back out there. Here's where I give them the benefit of the (laughs) doubt with with that situation is, okay, they're not going to get a box, but they're they're emphasizing defensive tackle now. So I'll give it to them. If you're going to give me two big boys (laughs) like like, uh, McCoy and Poe, I'll take it. We'll deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to – they're going to – there's going to be – a. A time very, very soon where they're going to have to invest something in safety. But for yeah. now, I think they view it as the old thing that Jerry says, where it's like, you can't have everything. So yeah. where is this team going to be short? They're going to hope for the best in <clears throat> safety. And maybe, I don't know. I think to me, moving Cheeto to safety is a really interesting idea. Yes. I mean, it's only it would only be for one year and his contract's up. But to me, it is a really interesting idea to put everything in front of him because his <sighs> back to the ball is bad news. Dog, so, you've been watching our show. But, but, <laughs> I but do Jeff, watch your show. You've been saying but, that but Jeff, for how long? But, but here's God. the thing. That, wouldn't you think that would be the better move because he's coming out of his contract? You only, you've only you been saying <clears throat> Xavier Woods is, is on last year of his deal. Yeah. <clears throat> ha Ha Dix is on a one-year deal. So why not do it now, see what you have, and then maybe you can extend him and say, hey, maybe you got a future safety right here, and this could be your guy. I'm interested. I think it just – to me, it just depends on what to um, – what does Mike Nolan think of Cheeto? What does mm-hmm. uh, because like Chris Richard, the one thing I'll give him is mm-hmm. that he saved Byron Jones' career. Right. He came in and he was like, "Wait, you guys drafted a first round corner and then put him at safety? Why don't you let him try his actual position?" Position. And Byron right. was like, "Hey, I'm really good at this." Uh, and Cheeto was kind of a safety at Colorado at times, mm-hmm. where he would kind of play the slot, kind of play the mm-hmm. box. He'd move around, but um, so. I'm interested to see if Cheeto could be a better player if you stop asking him to turn his back to the ball. But then again, they might think if we're going to play more press man and less cover three, we're getting less turnaround. But no, I don't like that either. I don't like putting Cheeto at the line of scrimmage Mm -hmm. because he's going to be turning his back. I think I'm in. I think I'm in on trying Cheeto at safety because my favorite thing about this defense, what's about to happen, is everybody that had a sponsor, right? your sponsor's gone. Right? Like Tristan Hill had a sponsor, Rod Marino. Mm-hmm. Your sponsor's gone. So you might not make the team. Mm-hmm. And every year that we go to camp, I guarantee you that all three of you at the beginning of a Cowboys training camp in the last four or five years could have said, here's the 22 starters when this thing's over. And here's mm-hmm. 50 of the 53 guys that are going to make the team. You could have done yeah. it on day one. Yep. Right. True. <clears throat> true. So true. Who's going to start at corner and safety? Right. We I don't know. Don't we know. all have the. I don't know. But isn't, hey, that, isn't that the go good thing, though, that. Jeff? Oh, yeah, I, I that love the good it. thing. Yes, I, I love the unknown because for Compete. ten years we've known everything. everything. I love yeah. the unknown. I want to feel like I don't know what the hell is going on, and I love that because we were so damn predictable. Yeah, it's a yeah. real life meritocracy. All of a sudden, <laughs> who's going to be the starting corners? Um, somebody between Trayvon Diggs, Tito, Jordan Lewis. Anthony Brown, Daryl Worley, Reggie Robinson. I uh, probably named three. Right. But in a, at safety, maybe Cheeto goes and takes one of those jobs. Maybe it's Clinton Dix and Xavier Woods. Is Donovan Wilson allowed to compete here? Like, there's going to be real jobs being fought for for the first time in a decade. A long time. Let's talk about this, though. Jordan, Hip Pocket, Lewis. What do you think? Outside corner starting? Jordan? 
Yeah. And then on top of that, think about this. They right. invested yeah, money yeah. in Anthony Brown. So how, how can we put this in our mind? Is Anthony Brown more valuable or valuable more than uh, Jordan Hip and Lewis? How this thing goes? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a great uh, debate because mm. I, like many people, am a big Jordan Lewis fan. Yeah, me uh, too. I think not only is he a fun player to watch, He's also a great social media follow, which is important. <laughs> He's very great right. social media follow. Like yeah. that dude competes and that dude will tackle and that dude is not scared and you are not going to affect that dude's confidence. Mm -hmm. no way. But if you go by the nerd stuff, which I do like to look at. Yes, please give it to me. Anthony Brown has been the better player mm -hmm. when they play. Okay. And Anthony Brown just got a new three-year deal. So what, so what makes us think that Jordan Lewis is going to start? Exactly. I mean, we've, we've, been, we've been saying this, Jeff. We've been saying this. Like, we, Jeff, we said this same thing in our show like a couple weeks ago. People was killing us. Like, are oh, you hating on Jordan Lewis? You hate love Jay like, Lou. No, we like, yeah. we love Jay Lou, but we look at reality. We seen Anthony Brown get a three-year deal getting four million per. Jordan Lewis did not get an extension. You brought in five, like three free agents and drafted two corners. That Where do I feel the confidence? And, and over. Right. And where do we feel the confidence that Jordan's going to come back? It's not an indictment on Jordan Lewis. It's just that the writing on the wall looks like. I think where, where he has a chance is he is a little bit of a risk taker on defense. Mm -hmm. So when Anthony yeah. has been hurt and he's played, he gives up plays, but he also makes plays. Force mm -hmm. fumbles, picks. He'll get more of that than Anthony Brown. And they're talking about that stuff a lot. So mm -hmm. Maybe what we have is an actual competition between those two because I bet they don't view the nickel corner the same way they do all these six-foot guys on the outside. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're going to make an exception for the slot and be like, hey, if you're tiny, you can play the slot because we got two 5'10 guys competing for it. Mm -hmm. um, so he could win that job, but so far in his career, outside of injury, he's been Anthony Brown's backup, and Anthony mm -hmm. Brown's still here. Yeah. So, And I don't know which one I would rather see play. Like, I like Jordan Lewis because I think people are so enamored, and I am too, with the upside of it and the potential as a playmaker. But the steadier player in their career so far has been Anthony Brown. Yeah. They, they ain't going to like it for that one. Yeah. They ain't going to like You get a lot of hate <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, Jeff, did you get a chance to see all of the wide receivers we got to play this year? It's, it's crazy. We're going to have all hands full. It'd be Who nice to have Byron Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. It would be. Yeah. It would be. Hey, cool. um, before we move on to the third-round pick, uh, mm -hmm. We got a super chat, and we'll, we'll, so when we get a super chat, I kind of want to, you know, make that precedent. So you can just just quickly answer it. Uh, Two dollar super chat from Dell Shop. Thank you, one of our members. He says, "Ask Jeff if he thinks Dak's deal will get done." I know that's a <laughs> could be a long winded question, but oh, wow. you don't have to be uh, long winded with it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good <laughs> Man, is there anything? Is there? Anything, We're not going to go into Dak yet, but go ahead. Oh, okay, is there ahead. anything that is? worse to talk about than Dax mm -mm. contract. Right, man. Mm -mm. It's the worst. Because it doesn't matter. Like today I did my video on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. Yes. It's right there. <laughs> <My video. laughs> it's right below your face. We got the plug. We got oh, the plug. Oh hell first. yeah. Yeah. Today, my, um, my video was there's two truths about Dax Thanks, Prescott. One, he's a top ten quarterback and two, it doesn't look like the Cowboys agree with that. Hmm. Because my right. my issue is which Franchise, no doubt, franchise quarterback has had trouble getting a second deal. I mean, which one? 
Let me tell you, let me, let me, Ooh, let me, let me Drew Brees well, in 05? But let well, me, well let, me, let me say this, though, before you go into that. Go ahead, Law. They put an offer on the table for him, did they? If yeah. he If he signs yeah, but that you, deal. But Law. Ho, 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 if he signs that deal, will we be still talking about this? Is it is it that bad of a deal for the five years opposed to the four? I'm no. not trying to, I'm just trying to bring some objectivity to this situation. I can't believe you're all up in Dak's pockets. But anyway. Not, um, <laughs> I was going to say some totally Wait a minute. Different. Wait a minute. I'm not saying that I'm in his pockets. What I'm saying is that, hey, it's a five-year deal on the table, right? And I, I'm not saying he said four. He said four. He, he four. Appreciate you, he want a four. <laughs> I just want, I wonder how many other quarterbacks get treated that same way. Exactly. Because here's our well, best true. offer. And you say, right, I like your offer. I'm just, I need one less year. Does Wentz and Goff don't they just be like ah fine you're the quarterback here's your deal done right um, and the Cowboys are playing hardball with the quarterback right. they didn't play hardball with anybody I feel yeah, you just, Jeff did their actions say to me they're mm-hmm. not scared at all at having him play on the tag not I'm, at all oh they're definitely not scared but, but, but the Stephen Jones even said it when they had the interview with right. Mike Florio. He was like, well, well, if it doesn't get done, we just see him or whatever the hell his name is. I, don't <laughs> I like give a that hell. way of saying it. Thank you. I appreciate it. She made him a Hispanic. I don't give a hell about him. Uh, but, you, but the fact that he came out and, and, and when I heard Stephen Jones say, hey, it is what it is. He'll just play on the tag. I, I'm feeling you, Jeff, because I said this last year. If this is your franchise, Jeff, where other franchise do y'all talk about in the media like? Well, he's our franchise, but we got to make sure it's right for everybody. I ain't heard one team say, this is our franchise quarterback going there and say, but we got to make it right for everybody. They just sign him and they figure it out. But you know what? You know what? I don't care. They don't see Dak Prescott as the face of the franchise. It's, it's just I know we line. know that. I said That's that. That's all I'm saying. They don't see We know that. that. We we feel that. Because yeah. if they did, they would have signed his ass and we would have been moved on. It's not true. Yeah. To answer the well, Super Chat true. question, yeah, it is. I, yeah, dude, it is. I, I'm going to say I think they're going to get a deal done before July 15th, but I've said yeah. that before on eight different deadlines. So when they don't, I'll just keep looking at the Cowboys like, what the hell are you doing? Deadline make deals, baby. I, I, yeah, hey, yeah. Lunatic, I'll get to that question. They didn't the do it with Romo. They weren't jumping out in the media saying, well, if it's got to work, we're right with Romo. They signed him in 17 games to a deal, and yeah. then they didn't even talk about it in the media and gave him an extension. Okay, listen. They, you know why they did that? I don't care what Look you do. Because no, blah, 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 Hey, you know why this, they this did this? Ain't, this ain't why? New Tony, before Tony Romo, I don't care if I'm Drew difficult. I'm speaking so. truth. You can tell because what you want, okay? Then he test the birdie. We had uh, Quincy Carter. We Man, had all please. of those quarterbacks. Chad Hutchinson, Ryan Leaf. I'm in on this. So when they saw when they saw Tony Romo, Jerry don't like Tony Romo. He universe, loved is they gonna, is they gonna let Romo. me get a word in? Universe? He love him. Romo he was a miracle. <laughs> they gonna let me get a word in? Let me let me end it on this so before we segue back into the draft. Go ahead. Under when Tony Romo got paid, that was Jerry Wayne Jones. Yeah. This is Steven's yes. team financially now. <laughs> this is how Steven operates. This does not shock me. This shouldn't right. shock anyone. Des Bryant, Travis, uh, tra- uh, tra- Des Bryant, Zach Martin, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. They all this got paid. Is what but they had to he, fight for it. But they, had they to all fight got for paid. It. Exactly, and he will get paid. They will get paid. Dak will get paid. The, here's the main Stop issue, in my opinion. Okay, that that's the problem. They've been doing this with all of them. Here's the main issue with with Dak's contract, COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. 
COVID-19 has pushed back all and every unofficial deadline, OTAs, uh, mini camps, training camps. Everything has been pushed back. If there was no COVID-19, they would be feeling the heat to get Dak Prescott in camp, in my opinion. True. I, I agree with everything Maybe. you're saying. Oh, they would trust me. I think I want to. Cha- hold on, I think I want to challenge Skywalker here. Challenge me, please. <laughs> challenge, throw the challenge flag. Challenge him. Throw the challenge what flag. about the fact that they're trying to get ready with a new head coach in a new offensive scheme, and Dak is not partaking in things because you haven't gotten it his deal done? Wouldn't you feel more pressure to get it done because he can't be here? He's not going to be able to work out with the team. We're trying to learn an offense on Zoom calls. That's and he's <laughs> not even here. And and see. I could be ignorant to this situation. I don't know how it's ha- what's happening with, with the virtual stuff, but I look at the virtual training camp or what have you right now. I don't look at that as something serious. I just don't. I feel yeah, like and, you, and you can't be. And I bet that Dak is actually doing the work. Like he'll, he'll, he'll right. skip and not be interacting with the coaches, but I bet you if they <laughs> send him he, stuff, he's, he's doing the work. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so I feel like physically, if, if this COVID wasn't here and, and it was a physical training camp or OTAs or what have you, that's more serious. And then – we're in trouble. If Dak is not in there for that, then, hey, we're, we're looking at something, you know, that we got to look at and say, hey, Dak's got to get there, you know. But right now, unfortunately for Dak, really, because it has nothing to do with the team, the team is like, cool, we'll keep pushing this back as long as we can. But Dak, he, he doesn't have a unofficial deadline. I know July 15th, but, right? But, but, but let me tell you all this, though. They better do something before Watson get his. I think that money on the table is, what, 40 to $45 million for Watson? Oh, my God. Are you serious? You think they wish they could rewind a year and give him his $28 million oh, yes. a year? <laughs> I mean, oh, yes. But they, but that's their yeah. fault because they want to play the game and they yep. want to be slick and they want to sit Steve, around and be thinking, Steve we're the Dallas Cowboys, Jones. we're going to do our thing. Jones. And then when it comes back and smacks them in the face, they're like, oh, oh. And know, it happens all the time. The thing that frustrates me, and I, <laughs> I love it, the thing that frustrates me is you, talk, you play this hardball game, but you end up paying. That's what I don't like. You play hardball with all these guys, but you end up playing. We're not trying to set records with with the running back position with Ezekiel Elliott. We're not trying to – but you paid made him the highest paid running back in the league. Stop playing the games in the media and just sign the man. Jeff, was it true uh, that Jerry wanted Deion Sanders and Stephen Jones said no to Deion? I'm too. I'm too young. But, oh, you're too young. But I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so, so that's that's what's going on. Like my guy Scott yeah. Walker said, yeah. it's Stephen Jones. Y'all can help me out in the chat box. Let me know whether or not you guys feel that it's Stephen Jones is holding the foot to the fire yeah, as it relates to Dak Prescott contract, or is it Jerry Jones? I think Jerry Jones would not park his Porsche Fan. outside. Jerry Jones would have paid. Dak Jerry Prescott Jones would have spent that. Yeah, he'd have spent him. He'd have been locked him up. Stephen Jones, like, eh, eh, eh. not mean, so Jones, fast. Apparently, Jerry Jones is the one that was asking after some games last year. Is this our guy? Yeah, yeah he did. Saying. Yeah, that, oh, that is well. true. Yeah, he went through true. the whole organization, was asking true. it, Jeff. That's all I'm yeah. saying. All right, Dak is back better to the than you're giving him credit for, Jerry and Steven. Just get the deal done. I mean, get, it, get her but, done. Get man, over here. Here's my thing. Here, but, but, here's but look, my thing about it. Last ahead, one. No. Last last one. Big game. No, look, no, I ain't gonna say nothing one. because Jeff got to get out of here because he got to shoot people. That's why I said last one. All right, I'm all good. Right. I'm having a great time. I said time I'm done. <laughs> he I'm said, done. And he make sure you let, make sure let the nation know he don't really mean shoot people. He's talking about no, no, oh yeah, Call of Duty, oh Call of Duty, Call of Duty, y'all, COD, baby. Call, yeah, call of listen. duty. Don't, I'm trying to get a game with Ocho Cinco. I'm trying to get him. 
All we right. calling Ocho Cinco out live right now. You ain't down for it. Yeah. Come on, Ocho. Yeah, right, Ocho. Round three. Let's let's I know it's a hard segue here. I'm sorry about that. But round three in the NFL draft, Jeff. You talked about how Neville Gallimore was actually rated higher than uh Trevon Diggs. And they decided to go with uh the cornerback, which I think was the bigger need at the time. But yeah. Neville Gallimore's selection for me is very interesting because you have a guy who's supposed to be similar, a three tech in Tristan Hill. To me, man, this says a lot about that and how they feel about him without saying anything. I mean, I don't know how you feel about him, but you little breakdown on Neville and, and what you think about that selection. Yeah, I don't think they care about Tristan Hill at all. <laughs> I don't think this defensive staff cares one bit about Tristan Hill. They don't care if he makes this football team. They don't care at all. That was Rod Marinelli's guy. Rod Marinelli's not here anymore. So mm-hmm. um, I think what they did was that was 100%. The first round and the third round, that was the best player on their board. And so they stuck with it. They said, you know what? We've got a need on the defensive line. This is the best player on our board. Uh, they had him graded as a one two zero. So their grading scale is one is just the number that sits there all the time. But then dot and then two zero is the very, very, very top of the second round. And then one, two, one is below that. Two, two is below that all they the way down close. to one, three, whatever would be a third round grade. So one, two, zero was Neville Gallimore's grade. Almost a first-round grade is what they had on him. So if you're grading their process and did you pick the best player and did you make a great pick, then they made a perfect pick. I will always watch the careers of the Utah safety Terrell Burgess. And uh, We talked about him a lot during the show. It was my draft pick, Jeff. I'll always watch his career, and I'll watch the career of Jordan Elliott, the defensive tackle from Missouri, because those were my two favorite players available. But much like Trayvon Diggs, Neville Galmore was right there. I think he was my third best player available. So he was their best. He was my third best. What am I going to do, kill him for it? No. I mean, they picked they picked a guy that I think is going to immediately be the rotational guy with Gerald McCoy as your three-technique defensive tackle. And hopefully uh, a year from now, he's a starting three-technique. And I kind of view him similar to Malik Collins. I know we want to draw this picture up where every draft pick you picked is going to be a pro bowler, but I think Neville Galmore, he'll be, he's starting three technique in the NFL and that's what he's going to be. Um, If he can be a better run defender than Malik Collins, that would be great. If he could be a little better pass rusher, that would be great. But if he's Malik Collins, that ain't bad in the third round. Uh, Oh no. So I think that's, I I think they just, they continued their trend of picking guys off the very top of their board and guys that are going to have long NFL careers. So third round pick again, Hey, great pick. Hey, 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 Jeff, I had a, the reason why I made a video about Tristan Hill thinking like, you know what? He's got some talent. Let's give him a chance. But guess what? I brought a guy on, um, Brandon Tucker. He's actually training Alden Smith yeah, right yeah, now. Tell him, tell him. About um, this. Mm-hmm. And Nugget. he had some good stuff about Tristan Hill, and he was saying that <clears throat> that locker room was not feeling him all last year at all. None of the defensive players were feeling him. They're pretty much, from what I was hearing, they were shunning him. So it just goes when you say what you just say right now. It just goes to clarification that. And he's that hot, happy-go-lucky, just really immature. Even when we had – I had uh, Philip Tanner on here, and I did a behind-the-scenes, and I asked him. I said, Tristan Hill. I said, is he immature? He said, yes. And when I seen the – and when I seen Gallimore's interview, where he's like, let's get it. Yeah. I'm ready. Yes, he's a dog. When, I, when he was flexing, he's like, let's get it. I'm ready. I said, well, Tristan Hill, your job gone. 
I said, your job is gone That's because this guy. man wants it. You two happy-go-lucky. I seen you at training camp last year. Uh-uh. Gallimore, yeah. he wants it. And that senior bowl really just solidified for me. Yeah. And yeah, Tristan's yeah. good enough to to keep that job. He right. Can. He's good. Yeah. The he attitude. Can. That's but, the good news. But, but they have no yeah. vested interest in it anymore. They have a vested interest in Neville Gallimore. Yep. Yeah. That's not because during guy. training camp last year, we saw Daniel Wise. Remember that, James? Mm-hmm. Daniel Wise outperforming Tristan Hill. I said, well, hey, give that guy right there. He's undersized, <laughs> but he's getting upfield. Put Daniel Wise in over Tristan Hill, you know. But Daniel Wise was a better prospect than Tristan Hill, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, I can't Nugget. believe he went undrafted. Well, it's a Marinelli guy. You know, it's a Marinelli guy. He's, you know, Marinelli, Marinelli's no longer here. Don't be shocked if he comes calling for Tristan. We're not there you shocked. go. I mean, they, there's a migration from Dallas to uh, to Las Vegas, Vegas right Cowboys. Well, Las yeah. Vegas, baby. Las <laughs> Vegas Cowboys. Of round four, Dallas double dip. I was talking about this before the draft. I could see us double dip in that corner because we don't have a ton of cornerbacks signed after this year. And they, they did it perfectly, in my opinion. I thought they should double dip in the first uh, four rounds at the position. And they got a guy, and be honest with you, Jeff, I know you probably looked up him. I did not know anything about Reggie Robinson. I had to go dig in after we, we selected him. But immediately when I saw the selection, I saw six foot one, 200 pounds, <laughs> four, four. And I, and I hear yep. what, uh, you know, what uh, Al Harris said. I'm like, well, guys, we, we are clearly on a path of a certain type of cornerback and it's spelling trouble for the other guys. But Reggie Robinson, man, when we got that, when we made that pick, how did you uh, feel about it? I, I, I love that pick too. So let's see the guys that they've picked so far. Uh, CeeDee Lamb I had as one of the top seven players in the draft. Trayvon Diggs I had as one of the top 25 players in the draft. Neville Gallimore, one of the 50 to 60 best players in the draft. Reggie Robinson, I had him at the end of three. So one of the 75 best players in the draft, and that's at pick one, I don't even remember. 123. Okay, and so um, what does he do? Well, I think initially for the Cowboys, the good news is he's also a special teams demon. Mm-hmm. Reggie Robinson Four blocked a kick. Kicks. Every year he was at Tulsa, he blocked a kick. Annual wow. tradition. I'm blocking you a kick that. every year. <laughs> um, and so I don't – this is just me guessing, but I don't think he's an NFL starter to open up this year. If he's won by the end of the year, I think that would be awesome for him. Mm-hmm. But what he is is he's a super athletic dude that has the size they want, the length they want, and the ball production they want. He took the ball away. He made plays on the ball when it was in the air. I think he's one of those guys that's got room to grow, but we're talking about the fourth round. Right. I think they hope, and I hope, that a year from now, your starting corners on the outside are Trayvon Diggs and Reggie Robinson. And that would be an amazing draft if that turns out to be the case. But right now, I mean, I think, look, he's going to make the team. He's going to play special teams, and he's going to compete in camp for a chance to get snaps. And if you have an injury, uh, then he plays. I hope like everybody, I mean, we all play Madden. I want my draft picks to come steal people's job every year because they're more exciting. He just got here. Come steal somebody's job. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I expect that. Well, I do know that I don't expect that from him. Uh, But uh, yeah, I think a year from now, he'll be an important part of the defense and the special teams. And I think they did it again, where it was just, you're just letting the draft happen. You just let it happen. And you watch all the names go, and you're like, are we up? And they're like, yeah, we're up. And you're like, okay, who's that name at the very top? Oh, Robinson, the corner. All right. Boom. Call it in. <laughs> Done. 
Like, why, why make it hard? We don't have to make this hard. Well, we don't have to flip. We don't have to scroll down six pages. Well, Rod <laughs> really likes that Hill kid. Where's he? Well, we got 115 better players than him on the board. Yeah, but Rod, did you you like that guy? Liked him, stud. All right, yep. let's pick him. <laughs> Done. Like, we were just, easy. Jeff, top. we were conditioned for 10 years that, that kind of way, right? I mean, not all yeah. the time. We sometimes made a good pick, especially in the first round, right? Especially yep. in 2016. Uh, if you want to go back even farther, 2005 was a great draft up and down. But we were conditioned to to take a taco, to take a Tristan Hill, to, you know, to take even a Byron. Charles Let's be honest. Tapper, guys. baby. Byron yeah. Jones. But Byron Jones was not a first-round pick until he did what he did, in, yeah. you know, in the underwear yeah. Olympics. Just I mean, well, a lot of people didn't have him there until he did that. Now, that was your guy, though. I'll give you that. I was excited when Nelson Aguilar got picked by the Eagles that year because Man, I had them right. slotted to take a corner. And right. they, when they didn't take a corner, that was like four or so they picks ahead of the Byron. Cowboys. And I was like, Cowboys can get Byron Jones. Yeah. Oh, and sure. sure enough, he made it. And because I actually thought he had first-round tape at UConn at corner. And then the jump, I was like, oh, no. Did, is he moving up now? Like, is are more people about to find out about this guy? And they did. And they did, but... You still got him, and then they put him in the wrong position. For I was three about years. to say, then they put him in the wrong position. But, but That's the Cowboys. The, the point is, though, that in this draft, it seems like they didn't make things hard on themselves, like you said. They said, yeah. okay, look, Neville's still there. We need a defensive tackle for, you know, so let's go get him. We don't care about yeah. Tristan. Oh, Reggie's still there. We don't have any cornerbacks signed after this year, so let's go get him. And then the trade with the Eagles happened. With right. I didn't even know how to say this guy's last name, so we just called him Tyler Badass. Uh, we traded up with the Eagles, and when we took this guy, I said, God damn it, this draft is perfect. I mean, you, you right could there, yeah. not ask for a better draft. You got a center from Wisconsin, and Tyler Badass, he was a Remington Award winner, uh, which is awarded to the best center in the league or in the nation. Um, how did you feel about Tyler when he was drafted uh, to the Cowboys? Oh. Okay, he was picked kind of where I had him. Fourth round, fourth round. Yes, um, 146. And uh, Biotish. Name is Biotish. Bia. Yeah, there I, you go. I Still works. We we'll just call him Bia. Yeah, if, I mean, if he if he earns the starting job, he can be badass. Um, <laughs> so I, hadn't, I haven't seen his it. 2018 tape, and I'm told that his 2018 tape was better than his 2019 tape, where he was fighting some injuries. But I think he's a like he's a he's a good player that started a lot at Wisconsin and paved the way for a lot of yards. Um, my my problem with him was, you know how Dak has got some real wide hips, strong butt, big strong butt. That's what Broadus would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Biotis is a little light in the tush. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like if you ran a, um, you remember the game where Connor Williams had to try to block Jaron Reed. Yeah, and Jaron yeah. Reed just threw that dude around. Uh, and love, yeah. and, and the yeah. guy from Love from uh, from the Panthers, his rookie year, tossed him around. Yeah, and yeah. so like that's Biotish is a guy that I see as he's good at a lot of what the Cowboys ask their center to do. Where I think he's a good pass protector, and I think that he's really good at the positioning. You know, the Cowboys will ask their center to do some really tough things. Snap the ball. We're running right. There's a defensive tackle who's lined up to your right. I want you to not only snap the ball, but then I want you to beat him off the ball, get across his face, and stop him from pursuing our run play and cut him off. And that's the stuff that Biotis can do, like the really nuanced and move around. Like he's not a he's not a great athlete, but he can do the athletic things that you want an offensive lineman to do. Just a little light in the butt, gets out over his skis a little bit. 
But I don't, you know, I just, I have no idea who's starting at center. Oh, really? so week one, you're not having penciling oh. in Joe Looney, Jumbo Joe, or is it Connor I McGovern? Got Joe right I, now. You got? I'm guessing McGovern. But we're, all, you. but we're all guessing. Looney ain't gonna, I'm just saying. I, gonna I take don't think. Spot from Looney. I don't think I. I've seen enough of Looney that I think he's a great teammate and he's a good dude to have on your roster. Joe Looney, to me, he's not an NFL starter. So yeah, thank, that, you. That thank game, you. That Rams thank game scared you. the hell out of you, huh? That Rams yeah. game in the playoff. Yeah. So I what I want to see is yeah. I want to see somebody take that job from him. But if you just yeah. want somebody yeah, you who's definitely want to see someone take it, yes. Th- that's yeah. the only game that when you really look at it, you say, "Come on, Looney." But no, but that, not, that ain't the only game, though, Law. That ain't the only game. He is a back. I'm saying he is a career backup. He is yeah. a career backup. He started in place of Frederick because it was a need, but you I mean, do not want him for. starting. He is a backup. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with the center position right now. I personally think I would love for McGovern to take over the left guard spot, but if he can't take over the left guard spot, if it's center, so be it. You want McGovern to be the starter as somewhere. That's what you, you want. You, you want Looney play. to be a backup as well. But if McGovern is not your starting center – and, and Tyler, how you say it, Biotish? Biotish. Biotish isn't ready. I think Looney is a great bridge player. You know, I'm not saying he's a great player. <laughs> he's a great bridge player until one of those guys are ready. But I'm telling you, man, I, I would be very disappointed if McGovern can't take over one of those spots. I hope yeah, it's McGovern or Biotish. Yeah. I just you, you always hope that a young guy takes a veteran guy's job. Right. That's what you do. And right. so I hope that one of them wins that job. Hey, shout out to Andrew. He he he, he donated. We got this little thing here on our channel. He donated eight dollars and eighty eight cents because of eighty eight. We had a whole eighty eight. Oh, you guys debate. want to meet CD? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> CD, I know you're I know you didn't name me. I know you didn't. I did. I named uh, him yeah. CD. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, burger. His middle name better be Forty Burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CD Forty Burger CD. That's uh, yeah. I so tell what, people it stands for Cool Dog or Crazy Dog. I like it because you got to be careful naming dogs after people because I don't know the you don't know that person. Yeah, one of right, my buddies right, named right. his dog Dak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a buddy who named a dog Aikman, uh, a Luca. Aikman. Yeah, yeah. Aikman. Well, shout out to you. Uh, Andrew for the chat. He said, what's good, fam? Great live chat tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff Cavanaugh in the building, 105 through the fan. Make sure you go over to his YouTube page and subscribe Subscribe, if you haven't. Like all that shit. He is on fire over there. He gives you daily content, and he interacts with y'all. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if you got something to say, write in his comments, and he'll be talking about it right on the channel. All right. Moving on to the fifth round where I I don't know if this outside from CD land may have been the best value. I mean, I'm trying to look here. It's right up there. When we took the outside linebacker, Bradley Anai, am I saying that right? Yeah, Bradley Anai. Anai. Yeah, Anai was, Annihilator. And, and, and yeah, and, and, and big game. Just so you know, Jeff, I called that name. So if you hear people saying it, <laughs> come holler at me, Jeff. It was me. <laughs> I'll let them know. I'll Did you had Curtis Weaver right there, you. or you wanted Bradley, uh, Jeff? Uh oh, was Weaver available? Was we, Weaver? I mean, that was, was, was the right. that, those was the those were the two. If they didn't, if they didn't, I'm gonna check because if, if Weaver was available, I would have wanted Weaver unless um. Well, I know that people he were was. talking about his bad body. Um, no, Weaver um, went right before. Right, right, a little bit before what I said. Yeah, those okay. two were available going in to be the picks. Um yeah yeah yeah. So Anai, uh, I agree with the young Skywalker, and mm-hmm. I think. 
maybe Diggs was a better value at 51 to get a guy that some people might have seen as a first rounder, but to get Bradley and I in the fifth, I think is going to be a steal. I think Bradley and I is going to play in the league for 10 years, and I think he may be an NFL starter. Um, 13 sacks this last year at Utah, MVP of the Senior Bowl. Uh, he's just a really good player, but this is what happens in the NFL. This is what happens to um, like my guy Desmond King, the corner for the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets to slide to I believe he slid to the third round, and he was a first round yeah. player. He just wasn't quite as fast as they wanted or as big as they wanted. So with Bradley and I, he had all the production. He's got really good tape, productive player, kicks butt at the senior bowl against good competition. Like there's so many things to like. And then the combine happened. And at the combine, when you're 250 something pounds, and you run a four, nine and you don't run a good three cone. All of a sudden it's like, well, hold on now. This small ish defensive end. Short arms. Yeah. Smallish doesn't have long arms and he doesn't test well athletically. Not a bender. Yeah. No, if he, you know, if he would have ran a four, seven and a seven, one, three cone and his arms were an inch longer, maybe mm-hmm. he goes in the top 50. Wow. But something yeah. had him there anyway. Yeah, yeah. But because you didn't check all the boxes that NFL teams are looking for, for their prototypical defensive lineman, a really productive player on who's really good on tape mm-hmm. falls to you in the fifth round. And again, top player on the board for me. The very top, which is you're right. going through hundreds of players, that stands out. One seventy nine. We were shocked. We were yeah. we were talking about it at one twenty three. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with right. you. During yeah. the, during the draft, we're like, all right, guys, yeah. we got our receiver, we got our cornerback, we got our defensive tackle. Uh, what's next on the right. list? We need a pass rusher. Yeah. <laughs> Who's at the top of the list of the pass rushers? I mean, you had Weaver there, but Anai was there, and we were just baffled. Like, what is it? So we're doing research, and we're like, well, you know what? He tested bad. You yep. know, so maybe that's what it is. And then 123, 146, and 179 comes, and boom, we finally get him. And we partied like we partied when C.D. <laughs> Lamb was no drafted. More, yeah. I lied to you yeah. not. <laughs> we, we, were, we were that yeah. excited because I kind of hey, want to ask we'll, you we'll, about – I'm sorry, about the outside linebacker position. You know, no Randy Gregory right now, Alden Smith. What are we doing with, with Crawford? Anai could be a guy you might rely on as a, as a reserve. I'm not saying a starter, I, but at least a I reserve. think Anai um, – I, I think he's going to play defensive end. Um, and I think he'll be, it's weird because they don't really have a Rod Marinelli prototypical right defensive end anymore where you have mm-hmm. that freak athlete around the corner. Now, if Randy Gregory gets reinstated, you do. But if not, I think your starting ends are going to be Demarcus Lawrence on the left. Mm-hmm. And I think Alden Smith things pending Tyrone Crawford on the right. And mm. I think Bradley and I has a chance wow. to, to whoop to, up on Doris Armstrong and and, and Joe uh, Jackson and, and Jalen Jokes. Jalen yeah. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. The you think Jalen Jokes probably be practice squad again though? Don't That's you think? your boy right there. I, I like him, but you know, yeah. I would yeah. guess. I think you got to get past. But again, this is going to be the first time in a long time where it's real open competition. Hey, Jokes, right, right, if you right, show right, up right. and you outplay Joe Jackson and Doris Armstrong every day, right, you make right. the team. Yeah. And Brad- Bradley and I, it's you versus Dorrance mm-hmm. versus Alden mm-hmm. Smith versus Jackson and Jelks. And who's going to come out of this thing as the third, fourth, fifth? They're going to keep six defensive ends. And Anai is going to be one of them. Just a matter of where he slots in there. And I could see him as high as the third defensive end at some point this season. Hey, Jeff, let me ask you a quiz. Remember, we had talked at the very beginning of the show. This is the excitement that we want because just how you named all those defensive ends – 
We don't know. That's what we love because the 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 roster seems like for so many years has been predestined. No yep. matter what you did, this was going to be the roster, like you said. Now we don't know at DN uh, safety. You don't know at corner. That is the lovely feeling that I'm excited about with this whole new staff is that we're going into training camp excited to look at damn near every battle. Not, yep. you know, running back, obviously <laughs> quarterback. But we're talking about those meaty positions that we've meaty. been eating up for so long. Now maybe we get to see, be. like, what's going to happen? Hey, maybe there should be an open running back competition. Hello. Shut <laughs> your mouth now, because I already know how you feel about the running backs, Jeff. That's another show. Don't do that. That's yeah, another show. You back on That's back. another show, Jeff. Listen, three yards per carry. <laughs> That's another show, Jeff. That's another oh show, Jeff. Goodness. Let it go now. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. How dare right you do here. that? We right here, fam. <laughs> and I love you, Z. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> get your <laughs> damn attitude. Get I, your damn attitude. Hey, Jeff, when people say crazy shit on here, this is what I drop right now. Get your damn act together. Sometimes. Okay. But no, that ain't crazy to me. Those need to break a tackle. (laughs) (laughs) We feel you, dog, but nobody don't want to hear it. We we just stay quiet. We just stay quiet on it. We we plead the fifth on it. We just plead the fifth because the Zeke people come kill I got my head chewed off last year. For first eight days, I made a video, (laughs) and I said, listen, it ain't wrong to ask more from him. And he gave us a little bit more in the second half, but I wanted more. And I got my head chewed off. But greedy. Yeah, he was better. Greedy. Second half of the year, he was better yeah. after he got in shape. He heard my he was in shape. Yeah, Cabo's a must sucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, had, yeah. To, he had, to, had to skywalk right and lay into him. Yeah, tell I, had him to, what's I, I had to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, so to, to end the draft, which is seventh round, right? You know, you don't really pay attention too much. But I, paid, but I paid attention. I called him Ben, ben Houdini at first because I didn't know how to say his last name. So Ben Danucci. Um, man, he got some. I like the, this is the word I like to use, Moxie. Ooh, that's yeah. the word I was gonna use. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> some jazz. Some Give me a little Ben Denucci, man. What you got on him? I only know a little bit about him. I didn't have all twenty-two film on Ben Denucci, but um, I didn't know his name when they drafted him. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's why I called him Houdini. <laughs> yeah, I had to go find him and watch him, but he's got more juice than I thought. Like he's, you know, I thought a guy I've never heard of. I'm gonna go turn on tape, and he's gonna suck. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got to watch him. This is some about him. When you look at him, this is some about him. He can run. Mm-hmm. He's he be trying to truck people. Yes, he's got a little something. Uh, I think mm-hmm. every cowboy that got drafted this year is going to make the team. I wow. I think wow. every one of them is going to make Stash the team. Stash right on that Very practice rare. squad and let them develop. Now. See, I don't well, think Clay Thorson there. Clay Thorson. What? I think he's going to make the team team. Mm-hmm. Top of the board. Just mm-hmm. bow, 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 bow. And by the way, I'll have to go back and look, but I think they had Danucci as like a fifth round. I don't remember. Um, yeah. Don't let me lie to you. I don't remember. Uh, but you basically let your head coach, my developmental quarterback, and hoping nobody claims him. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you do, right? You try to put a guy in the practice squad. That means every team's got a shot to claim him and be like, nope, we're snatching him. If your head coach likes the guy and now you mm-hmm. have two extra roster spots, why not use one on a developmental quarterback? Yeah. Why I not? mean, he's used higher picks on developmental quarterbacks in True. Green Bay. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, he's taking. And he's a perching for this, drafting the quarterbacks when yes. you're thinking, like, why did he draft a quarterback and he'll draft one when you this don't think This kid's better than Deshaun Kaiser. Exactly. Oh That's gosh, one of the guys oh right there. <laughs> That's one of the guys right there. Ever. Yeah. Any other yeah. things on the Nucci Law or Big Game? 
Uh, no, just I mean, like I like uh, Kavanaugh said, you know, when I when I heard the name, I don't know, the name just kind of stood out to me and made me want to go watch him just yeah, because I heard so Den- really I heard Danucci, then I seen him at Pitt. I'm like, okay. And then when you seen him over there, at, oh, was it James Madison? Was it James? James JMU? James yeah, James Madison. Yeah. I mean, like like y'all said, I mean, you just see it. I don't know what it is, but when you just watch me, like, I like him. I don't know what it is. Mm, you just that. you just you just look at him, you're like, I like him. Moxie. He's got the juice. Moxie, <laughs> you just watch him and you say, I like him. He got a little swag like to him. him. Yeah, he got a little, little he jazz. Got, he got to that him. swag. I bet you I bet you gives good some good ass interviews. I bet you he does. We got a donation <laughs> question here. It says ask Jeff if he thinks another guy from JMU, uh Rondell Carter. If he thinks Rondell yes. Carter will play. Rondella. Yes. <laughs> Rondell Carter, I think he's one of those guys where you follow the money. Because uh-huh. if I'm remembering this right, Rondell 20, Carter got over a hundred grand guaranteed. Hundred forty-five. Damn. For yeah. Twenty so. guaranteed signing wow. bonus. He got so the Rico Gathers uh, package play, huh? Yeah. So he got the big money. money. Um, yeah. I think what happened to him uh-huh. is if you look at his production, Cole, oh, he's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. But. I don't remember off the top of my head if he wasn't invited to the combine or if he couldn't work out at the combine. I don't think he was invited because I watched his interview with Patrick Walker and that COVID hurt him because he had his pro day scheduled and COVID happened and it canceled his pro day two days before his pro day. So if you're a Mm -hmm. guy who goes to James Madison and has a bunch of production, Mm -hmm. but teams have nothing Mm -hmm. on you in terms of what's around the 40 in? What's his, what's the three cone? What's, right. you know, how long are his arms? Like, you, I got nothing. Um, and I don't think he played an all-star game. Nope. Uh, no. So team's got nothing. nothing. I'm the small nothing. school guy who has good production, but teams know nothing about my athletic profile. I'm not able to go to their facilities to get to know them and try to impress them that way. Uh, and so undrafted free agent, even though I should have been drafted. You know, if, if he were able to go to the combine, if he were able to have a pro day and post just decent numbers, dude gets drafted. Um, mm-hmm. So he's another name. Throw another name in the pile, which I know there's a lot now, but it's, there's another right. a lot of names at D end. But I mean, if you're going to bet on an undrafted free agent, I'll bet the one who got the most money. Exactly. Yeah, I true. think it's going to be money tough talks. For those guys. Money talks. The undrafted. That that. That other cat, uh, uh, Anderson from TCU, is another guy to keep uh, your eye on running back. I'm about to say that because uh, he got back. a nice little bit of money too. And that's what I said. You follow the money on them undrafted free agents. When I look at the money, it's like with Mitch Hyatt last year. When they sign you for that big money, that lets me know that you're staying on the squad. Yeah, true that. True that. Yeah. And this undrafted uh, free agency, man, we always find that one gem. So he may be that guy. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Watch Luther Kirk. Hey, Hey. stay tuned, Jeff. Stay Stay tuned. We may have him on the show. He might be on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he might be on the show. Yeah, we may get him. Uh, Oh, shoot. I forgot we're even live right now, so now they know here. Hey, guys Uh out there. We may (laughs) Yeah, we live. Uh, We didn't mean to spill the beans, but I bet you guys talked to the same person that I talked to to try to set that up, but if you don't, I can contact information to try to get him. (laughs) You probably did. Well, we're we're third party at at this point, so we're we're, not in direct contact with his, but, but third party in it. At okay. this point, so we'll know. We'll know something. I can get you to his guy. I can get you yeah. to his guy. But well, that'd be great. That well, way we hey, can get do it, that. Get it, it if your guy and our guy, then I think we like your guy. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> See what happens. We're just producing on the fly here. Yeah, right. We're yeah. just booking stuff. Hey. Booking. hey. That's all good. Come We're on good. down. Hey, uh, before before I run these member questions here, you guys want to fire off some more to Jeff real quick. I don't I don't want to fire these off until No, nah, I, I ain't got nothing. I know he, he I, like I said, I know he wanna get in this thing, so I ain't gonna hold him too much, but I just wanna give a last shout out to you, uh Jeff. You've yeah, been on here awesome, a few bro. times. We really appreciate you, dog, for that in-depth stuff. And you always just come. Every time I hit you up, dog, you always just come through. And I just I just want to tell you I'm forever grateful. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, I love you guys. I'm a fan of what yeah. you guys do. So I enjoy Thank the you, show, and I enjoy being a part of it. Thank you, yeah, man. man. Thank really you. appreciate you. Thank you, Jeff. Before man. I get you out of here, I'm going to fire off. Just fire them off. You don't got to. You don't got to go too in-depth, but I'm going to fire off these questions from my members that uh, wanted to ask you some questions. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, here's Daryl Shap. He says, "Does does Dak? He thinks does he think Dak signs a long term deal by July fifteenth or before? And how many games does he see us winning?" Talk about you. Eleven. Eleven games. Okay. And uh, yes. So before July fifteenth. <laughs> hey, we're, we're quick with it. Yeah, we got to be quick with it. Okay. Yes, so the next one. Who does he see, meaning you, as the dark horse of the team? In other words, which ah, player does he see showing a great impact on the team that we are looking over, like not paying attention to? Gosh, dark I think horse. that's hard. I think that's hard on this team. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the same guy I went with a year ago that didn't really pan out, but I still think that the potential is there for him to be really, really good. I'm going to go Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. I, I think Jarwin's well, you too. You hanging your head on him. I think Jarwin's too <laughs> yeah. easy of a pick. Like, yeah, Jarwin's going to have eight or 900 yards, but that's not a surprise. Witten's gone. Right. First question was from Shap. The second one was from Texas Brick Cowboy. The third one is from DeLunatic. He says, who does he believe is a starting left guard, center, right defense, and in cornerbacks? Wow. He's asking you for the whole damn team. Yeah. <laughs> left guard, center. Okay, okay. Left Tyron guard, Crawford. center. Okay, so right defense end is Tyron Crawford. Tyron Crawford. Left guard. Corner is impossible, Corner, um, but okay. I'll try in a second. Okay, well, left guard. Connor Williams, center Connor McGovern. And wow, Connor Connors. I know that's or, tough. That's a hard one. One through three, or, corners. Or or Connor McGovern is the left guard and Tyler <laughs> Biotis is the center. <laughs> or Joe Looney's the center. And it's okay, anyway. It's um Trayvon Diggs. Whoa. Ooh. I, mm-hmm. Ooh. I agree. Trayvon. Rookie. Here's the tough part because if you pick Cheeto, I don't know. He may be moving to safety. safety. Right. I'll go yeah. Trayvon Diggs, Chidobe Awuzie, and Anthony Brown. <laughs> I like it. You're with the wild Brown. card of if Cheeto is a safety, give me mm. Daryl Worley. That's, That's what we were talking about. Daryl Worley. We both Darryl said that, yeah. Worley, yeah. All right, Clifford McKinley wants to know, with the addition of uh, with the addition on defensive line, does he see the D-Law getting back to double-digit sacks? And maybe also with the Hell pressure yeah. up the middle, more turnovers will occur. So D-Law back to double digits and more turnovers? Yes and yes. I think yes um, D-Law could have easily had double-digit sacks last year. I think if you think that Lawrence had a bad year last year, you don't watch football, right? Exactly. Um, uh, get him. But – uh, yes, it'll, it'll help him a lot having Tyrone Crawford back, having interior guys that the other team has to actually account for. Their defensive tackles were atrocious last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Demarcus Lawrence had to deal with that. Well, if you want to find what uh, the drives had in common when the Cowboys' defense, is, defense folded, go back. If you need my NFL Game Pass login, let me know. Go back and look. What it all have in common? Tank came off the field. When oh, Tank was on the okay. field, you stopped people. When Tank wasn't on the field, you didn't stop people. 
Oh. And what just tanked? They was doing stuff. a platoon thing. We was looking like yeah, because <laughs> nobody plays Armstrong. Yeah, in the game? nobody plays all the snaps. So Tank plays like sixty percent of the snaps. Right. But they mm-hmm. were doing a thing where when Tank came out, they would put in the second D line, and the, the whole D line got right. tore up. Right. Joshua Magaha or Magehe, I always say this wrong. I'm sorry, Josh. He said, "Would the Cowboys be doing themselves a disservice by not letting Lamb return kicks?" Uh, punts no that's that's too harsh and yeah i would go punts i'd have pollard return kicks and i would have cd lamb return punts but if you want to be a coward because you don't want a great receiver to get hurt (laughs) exactly coward i do respect your opinion i just would say hey you know what you're cowardly i got receivers Let's see if you can go score some touchdowns. That's what Dez did, right? I I agree with you, Jeff. It's cowardly. Pollard on kicks, Lamb on pumps, period. Free CD. At this point. Free CDs. Tyrone Church is in session. He says, do Cowboys sign a big free agent before camp? No. Nope. Um, Well, can we live in a fantasy world where (laughs) Goodell says – um, (laughs) Randy Gregory is not reinstated and Alden Smith. Sure. You're reinstated, but you were also suspended for a year before the last time you got kicked out of the league. (laughs) You you sounded just like him. (laughs) And you never really served that suspension. So you're going to miss eight games. Then might the Cowboys look around and go like, Hey, what do you think about signing another one? Maybe, but for now I'll say no. Okay. Oh wow. He's, I just like Roger. Yeah, it's, only Everson, it's only Everson Griffin <laughs> would be the only guy. We not live in that fantasy world at all. Hey, you, you're not part of the Jay Davion Clowney sweepstakes. Uh, I would pick Clowney. Yeah, if we could get him for cheap. Over, over, over Griffin. By uh, by you know those. Never mind. I was gonna say hairs. Um. By a little bit. I like them <laughs> both. I like them both. Uh, I, sure. I think it's the better. I, 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 I just feel like Clown is more, more, more of an injury prone. That's the reason why I, I lean more toward Griffin because yeah. Connie has those. I injuries. think you can get Griff on a age, short deal, age, yeah. not that much, yeah. and he's just as productive. The reason I like yeah. Clowney is because to me, Clowney is very similar to Tank, and that Clowney can wreck your run game all by himself ah. and be a solid pass rusher. So it'd be like having two tanks, okay. and that just sounds fun. Okay. Robin Salazar <laughs> says, uh, ask about if the Cowboys are cutting Crawford to possibly getting another big name nope. star. $8 I mean, million I think, I think there might have been a time where they were thinking about that, but I think last year they watched the leadership in the room mm. and they watched everybody that they hoped would step up and be a leader fail in that role. Okay. Wow. And I think they're desperate for Tyrone Crawford. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one by TMAC1906. Do you think that Dak signs before Deshaun Watson? I hope so. Watson. <laughs> Man, I hope so. Let's pray. Woo-wee. You saw Let's how they pray. set the market for the tackles, right? What, what did that guy pay that tackle out oh, there? Oh, God. Tunsil oh, got like God. 22 a year or something. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen that. Tunsil is eating. for. Listen. And what's so crazy is you had the gas mask on getting blowed and you oh, was eating. Yeah. Bill O'Brien is a dumbass. Oh my God. Yes, wow. indeed. And Tunsil's yes, great, indeed. but like Bill hey, O'Brien side. Like, here goes your here goes one of the best receivers in football. You get out of here, but yeah. don't worry, I got an old overpaid running back back. Woo, go me Woo, and get uh, caught. Tunsil, what does the best tackle in the league make? Well, hell, well, how much more do you want? Look, take it. Take <laughs> how did he that. able to do that? Though? <laughs> trade all your picks. Dollars. Trade your best player. You know, oh, played a God. left tackle like a quarterback. I mean, it's just nuts. 
It's crazy. Absolutely nuts, fam. That's it for me. That's the last. That's the last of the member questions. I appreciate you running through those like that, man. They were excited to ask you questions. As you can see, we got a ton of them. Uh, right, guys, over, keep stayed that over man. for us, man. We appreciate, appreciate you, dog, it. man. We love you for life, bro. Man, you Don't forget the donations, guys. Donations! 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 Hey, now, hold on, Jeff. Before you leave now, you heard Jeff saying, so I don't want to hear none of you motherfuckers <laughs> talking no trash to me, Tom, man. This ain't no donation. My dog, Jeff, my you know, dog Jeff. just said donation, donation, donation. So shut the hell up. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm can't not say leaving it like until that. we get one. You got a donation. No, we need $5 hollas. No, it's not. You're not leaving. Dollar hollas. I'm not Somebody. leaving. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> hey, get over on Jeff's page and donate too. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. Get that man feed. some money. I'm watching the feed. Let's see the first person Y'all cash out feed. Now, how do you guys chop this up? Is this an even split? Well, it goes to, we have three Hell different channels to the running right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we ain't split nothing, Jeff. Get that. You better get your dad. Give it to Jay. Give it to Jay. Jeff, you know you my majesty. Now you know what you did for me last time, dog. All right, I'm out here. Donation. 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 Oh my God! Hey, listen, y'all. Uh, we gonna stick around for a little bit after he gets out. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're we're gonna take a, a few seconds. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Oh, we got one. Five dollar the lunatic. Five dollar the lunatic. Donation. Donation. Hey, y'all. Give I'm us a few sec, a few minutes here. We're gonna re- recalibrate everything. But um, thank you, Jeff, for coming on, man. Appreciate it, man. You were awesome. Um, hopefully we have you on again and we you're, the man, up, Jeff. Man. you're the man, Jeff. You're the man. Love you, dog. Love you, dog. Keep yeah, up the great work. Thank you, bro. You, appreciate you. Stick around. <laughs> Stick around, <laughs> nation. We will be back. Solos. Maybe we'll be taking calls. We'll Solo. see. We'll be right back. <laughs> Time out, man. Shout out to AD for the 99.99 donation. I don't even know who AD is, but I appreciate you, man. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Robin, thank you for the 499. We'll be back in a few minutes. We're setting up here. We're going to probably take some calls and keep rocking out for y'all, man. Awesome show with Jeff Cavanaugh. Stay put.
for an unforgettable experience. Yes, Are Get you ready? ready? Chip, chip. Oh, we coming back. Shit, on, 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 on the hunt. Oh, good shit. We are back from an amazing show with Jeff Cavanaugh. You guys were awesome in the chat. We're going to finish it up on the phone lines. Of course, keep chatting it up with y'all in the chat box universe, as I like to call it. But man, yeah, we're here. One, one, yeah. <laughs> we good now. Now we good. <laughs> I was like that. I was like that. Don't sound right. <laughs> we in here, man. Oh man, I'm still recovering. That was, that was great. Hey, that was fire, man. Yeah. You know, yo got fire. Yo got flame. flame. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to uh, who was it that donated the hundred dollar holler to you? D. He didn't say anything. He just dropped the ninety nine ninety. That's th those are the best oh, ones. Yeah. Those are the best ones. Them is the best ones. When they just don't come out of nowhere and say, "Here, bye." <laughs> <laughs> so, so shout out to you over there. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to all the donations that have been popping this whole mm -hmm. time. Absolutely. Uh, we apologize because we always like to tell you whenever we have a guest or a interview, we don't really want to shout out a lot of the hollers. No disrespect to you guys. But we want right. to give the the interviewee the person that we bring on the respect and not kind of cut them off. So we didn't disrespect, but we appreciate everybody who's donated during that period of time Absolutely. that Jeff was on. We just want to let you know that. Yes, indeed. So that uh, we can get this thing going. Let me just give a shout out to those who made the donation while we was live we with Jeff. Uh, Calvin Williamson, man, really appreciate you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for the donation of, of the $10. Molly. Thank you for the donation. Young Except Wilson, you're always coming through. Young Thank you Wilson. for the donation. Mm -hmm. Sports Guru 95. That's a cold-blooded name, fam. Thank you for the donation. Cam. Whoa, Cam. Whoa. I don't know if it's Cam Newton, but appreciate you for the donation, too, as well as Joshua Whitlock. Thank you for the donation, man. All of you guys for contributing. Yeah, I know, right? That's when you said that name. I threw that out there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let me give a couple Listen of shout-outs to my donations right here. Eastside Harold. Shout out to you. I love you, dog. I, I love how you just talk so much shit about your team, but you still donate. That's why I love you. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, shout out to Jessica, Jessica Haggerty. She was started out on the big level. She went to the Supreme. I like mm. that. She's more Supreme Supreme. And then we got, uh, we got uh, Andrew Nunya with the $8.88 holler. He gave it to you, Will. Yes. I think he came over and gave me the uh, return favor. So we appreciate you. So he said it was a great show as well for that. Um, also got to give a shout out to Young Wilson. You know how he mm -hmm. do. Aloha. And we'll be in Hawaii Aloha. soon. And the way we keep banging these donations, we might be quicker. And hey, ho, oh. as I just spoke, Mercedes, BMW, Porsche, this became a BG James Supreme hey, shout out to member. Ah. I'm going to get you right. Because wait till you see that interview with Jesse. 
tomorrow. Yes, yes let's indeed. plug that right quick before people start getting up out of here. But uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jesse Ali, Skywalker. for real, because you know people start leaving. You and know, shit drop as quick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell him last time about. Well, you know what? I'm glad I forgot to tell him because Q ain't come to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, fam. Let, y'all, hey, by the way, I, I don't know if I don't know if Law posted the behind the scenes about Q. I've seen that shit, dog. <laughs> for members, bro. <laughs> but I got to post it for the members behind the scenes, dog. We oh my god! Oh my god! god. We had a feeling, but but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do that to you, Q. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We love you, Q. Don't watch this, and we ain't no disrespect. You don't watch we, this and be hating. We had a feeling. We That's love you. We, we didn't get the 10 and 6, Q. Put it like we that. That's all. We got the 5 and 11, Q. 5 and 11, Q. Um, yeah, oh shout out to, to uh, the Lunatic, Shap, AD. Uh, who was the guy you said that, that donated to 888? All, all those who donated. Robin Salazar, they, do, they donated to get their questions in. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate man, everybody that's show. in the chat. Like James said, and I want you guys to know this. When we bring on guests, we can't pull up the, the chat the chat box like we want. We can't go into the chat as much as we want um, because mm-hmm. we want to be respectful to the interviewee and let him let him or her get their takes off. So I appreciate you guys mm-hmm. for rocking with us and holding out um, it, it, as much as you did. But now this is your time. This is your time to get off your takes. And the phone lines are open. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is 717-745-8898. And we already got a caller on the line. They ready. They was in there beating. They was in there beating. They ready. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. It's your boy Antoine. Yeah. I'm back. It's the boy. Yo, what up, Antoine? Antoine, always get through, fam. What's the secret? <laughs> What's the secret sauce? <laughs> I can't hear him, though. I, I can't hear him. I just be chilling, bro. I just be, I just be chilling. Oh, you can't I don't hear have nothing to do. We can't hear the question. You can't hear me? You hear me now? I can hear you. Y'all can't hear him? No. Uh-oh, Antoine. Let me, let me, uh, <clears throat> that's where you should be able to hear him. All right, look, Antoine. I'm, I'm a, no, <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to just turn up my phone. You good? Yeah, yeah. I'm I can just turn up my way. phone. You good? Go okay, ahead. Okay, say go what, say what you got. Yeah, say what he got to say. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. Um, All I just want to say is I'm just looking forward to this training camp. I just want training camp to come on. I, I hope there is a training camp. Yeah, I know, but like I'm just we need it because, bro, we have so many positions that are going to be going at it. I'm ex- I just can't wait to say who. I just can't wait to see what our final roster, final roster is going to be. Like. That's all. I think it might be his line that's low. Like we got from we got. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I still hear you, brother. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, he so just talked low too. We got. Uh, what was I trying to say? Oh yeah, man. Training camp. I'm really trying to see Diggs start. Yeah, I'm really yeah him. Really I think him I think start. Diggs will be a starter. I can't see them spending a the second round pick yeah. on him. We're going with the new six one method, right? The six foot and over method. I just feel like you know Diggs is going mm-hmm. to be a starter in this league. And two, um, like I need to find out more about this Daniel Worley guy. That six foot four corner that's just sitting around in our practice squad. Like, shouldn't he be on our roster? He's six foot four. Oh, you mean Chris and, Westry? Like, Oh him! Oh, that's his name. Yeah, him. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Chris Rustry is on the was on the practice squad last year. He's about the only damn guy that that Chris Rashard was able to get, you know, <laughs> to fit his height and size and weight thing. Um, so yeah, Chris Westry is is on the practice squad or was on the practice squad. So we'll see what happens with Chris Westry, um, moving forward. Yeah. 
I mean, he needs to be on our team, or at least let's see what he'll do with Tennyson. Because I'm saying you six and four playing corner. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, his mastery. All right, man. Hey, Twan, appreciate you. Um, we're going to try to figure out mm-hmm. the, this volume thing. Here, you the volume thing. You said you didn't hear him. Y'all still didn't hear him. Yeah, it's not it's not mic'd into our to our uh, headsets okay. here. Yeah, okay. that's all that is. So they can hear the audience can hear him, but we yeah, can't. Yeah, the audience, the audience. Can yeah, hear. we'll try to figure that out in in the mean in the meantime, in between time. Appreciate you though, Twan. Yeah, always. Thank you, brother. I like yourself. Keep doing it. Thanks, man. Um, go. go you want to talk about Chris? I know you made a video about Chris Westry, uh, Big Game. Oh, I mean. You know, I think the thing that's going to help Chris Westry because, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about it with Jeff. We, we've seen the prerequisite uh, six, one and up. Um, so it's really going to help Chris. I think the really thing that's going to help him too is because, I mean, he, honestly, when he measured in at the combine, he was six, five without shoes. So he's a full six, five without what? shoes. He's a full six, five without <laughs> shoes. <laughs> running a four three one at the cornerback position i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying you don't find those and when you see a corner that tall usually they see that you see they have problems i don't know if you guys remember a guy named uh, i believe it was steve smith or sam he's like six three corner he was with kansas city he's a pretty yes. good corner sean but he smith. would have sean smith he was mm-hmm. a pretty good corner, but he would always have problem with opening his hips and with them smaller receivers and, and the long on the long nine routes. He would have problems. So that's the only thing I worry about with Westry. But please, let's give this kid a chance. I want to see what he can do because you just can't throw six foot five. Um, and when I saw we saw me and Law sitting at training camp, right. he was bracketing Cobb. He was, and when he can really cover you and swallow you, yes, I like it. Let's let's give him a chance. Yeah, yes, and if it, and if he and if he's not ready now, guess what? The practice squad is unlimited years now. So it's okay. Stash his ass back on this practice squad and keep letting him develop. Man, please. I, I didn't even know that. You know, the new ruling where the where's the uh, practice squad is unlimited. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good feeling. That's a good thing to know there. So, yeah, let's see. You remember they're not married to these guys, so that's the only situation with that. Hey, real quick, shout out to is it Terrell Pickney? Welcome to the Defender Members Club, man. Appreciate you joining the membership club here in the $10 donation from Texas Bread Cowboy 83 with the $10. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. What up, fam? Texas hey, Bread yes. 83. What up with you, fam? I bread. Love, hey, you know what I love? I don't mean to cut you off, Skywalker. I just want to say this right quick. I, I love when you have memberships on all of us. And we all, they all That's like, it. hey, I, I, I mess with Bill. I mess with Law. And I mess with Big Game. I love you. We I love all have you. perks on the channel that, that you you. That, that you should be a part of. I mean, it's, it's we all give you different different variations of things, man. Uh, we got a call on the line, man. If you can hear us, state your name, where you're from, and we'll figure out if they can hear you or not. <laughs> hey, Sky, how you doing? It's the Lunatic. Big Lunatic. Game James. Law, how you doing? The Lunatic. Are y'all on there? Y'all, y'all can hear him or no? No, nah. nah, I can't okay, hear him, but uh, I'm going to flow off of you, uh, Skywalker. Okay, go ahead, Lunatic. Everybody else can hear you, though. Hey, I'll just go ahead and make my question. You guys can comment on him or you want to stretch him. Listen. Okay. I like I like what the Jeff said about offensive line, like the corner safety. We can work those out. But Tyrone Crawford at right defensive end just for speed-up. If you listen to McCoy, I think he's going to be our defensive leader. Every interview, he's going to be our big dog for McC- the defensive line. And Who, McCoy just, or Crawford? Just, yeah. Uh, McCoy. Okay. McCoy. And just to keep Crawford around for that leadership, I'm not too sure about that because, hell, my, my mind exploded when he said, 
Goodell may not reinstate Gregory and he might suspend uh, Alden Smith for the, a couple of games. He was he was speaking in, in hypo, he was speaking in hypotheticals. He was speaking in fantasy land. He wasn't saying that that is what's going to happen. He was answering a question about Tyron Crawford, essentially. Yeah, but again, get down. Screw us in fantasy land. <laughs> right. well, what are you talking right, about, man? So I couldn't hear him. Let me relate. It was a great interview. It was a great Thank interview. You. I'll hang up and I'll just listen to your topic about Tyrone Crawford there. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Lunatic, because it is difficult right now with the with the calls. But I appreciate you, man. So so what he said, guys, was he was he said Jeff scared the shit out of him when he said mm -hmm. that um, you know, you know, they may not reinstate Randy Gregory, they may not reinstate uh, Alden Smith and we got to roll out um, Tyron Crawford and I said well what, what Jeff was trying to say is if if the worst case scenario is that then yeah right. we'll roll with Tyron Crawford he's not saying specifically but his, his question or, or statement was about basically what to do with Tyron Crawford um, at, at, at right defensive end or wherever the hell you want to put him how y'all feel about Tyron Crawford yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I already know my feelings about Tyrone Crawford. Um, I'm a, I, I don't want to keep repeating myself. I don't hate Tyrone Crawford. I liked him when he came in the league. I like what they did with him. But my thing is this. You had two, what, double hip surgery. Mm. You've, you've had nagging injuries. Um, I would love to would, uh, still go out there and get a uh, Everson Griffin. But here's the thing. Tyrone Crawford has been a rock the whole time he's been where my thing is I feel better with Tyrone Crawford like I feel better with Brandon Carr. I didn't like when Brandon Carr was making 10 million, but damn it, I love Brandon Carr when he was making five. You feel me? So I don't like Tyrone Crawford making nine, but if you drop down to four, let's roll, Tyrone Crawford. <laughs> yeah, Tyrone Crawford, like he said, uh, you know, Jeff was talking about the fact that the leadership that he brings to the table. Yeah. And I got a chance to see with my my eyes myself uh about Tyrone Crawford and the way he just leads the team off the field. Now, he is a captain, I think, on the field as well, and people kind of listen to him. So I think that he brings that type they, of situation. They listen. they listen to Tyrone. So uh, although we may, like like you said, Big Game James doesn't do, do not value him at that high, high level when he's making mm -hmm. that much money, but we will like him if he break that salary down and we can keep him for a low level money, you know, hell to the, yeah. Oh, we yeah. love you. If you dropping that bread down, I see mm -hmm. Sean Lee used to make me mad until he took that pay cut. And I was like, all right, <laughs> right. Hey, we got another <laughs> caller in line. So listen, callers, for whatever reason, uh, the panel, all the panel can't hear you. I can hear you. The nation can hear you. Um, so you're fine. So here's what we're going to try to do to switch this thing up a little bit. Um, if you have a question, ask the question and I'm going to relay it to to the guys and we'll, we'll answer the question off air um if it's a statement state your statement and we'll talk about it off air as well um so we got a guy i'm calling because oh, i oh. love my Dak prescott Wait. and my dallas cowboys and i say i'm still rocking with Somebody the 16 and oh, i know home. everybody said this and that but i'm standing out is that jessica we're saying 16 and oh that's yes, Jessica. what's up, big gang? It's Jessica. It's, it's, it's Jessica. Thank you, Jessica, for calling in. We, we I told you that's my <laughs> Anybody, I, I didn't have, Skywalker, I didn't even have to hear it. All I see yeah. heard loving Jack Prescott. I said, that's Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. She don't play with that. Guys, I really believe, I, I'm looking forward for them to pay. And big gang, James, I like what you said because that is the fact. 
everybody was hooked on Romo. They didn't say all that when Romo kept going down. And I'm telling y'all, I was praying, y'all, that we got somebody that would come because we didn't have nobody. We had nobody. But then Dak stepped up, and Dak did not let us down. It is not his fault about the 8-8 and last year. Last year is done. It's a new year. All this pandemic is going on. But I'm looking forward for a great season, guys. Yes. And I'm looking forward for our boys to kick butt. Yes, indeed. I yes, can't indeed. stand the haters. <laughs> I, hey, appreciate the call, so Jessica. Y'all How y'all feel? How y'all feel? Because I'm looking forward for a great season. Well, we're going to talk about it. I love it. you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. Go we'll talk about it. it off air. Appreciate you calling in. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Oh, she was rambunctious. I like yeah, that. That's Jessica. One. She I been like she one. been rocking for three years, and let me tell you something. Me and Jessica, uh, and Jessica don't. Now you know we people, so you can take this one. She, she did. But question, we used though. to go back. We we used to go back and forth. If I said anything bad about that Prescott Skywalker, I was cut off. <laughs> her her question was pretty much how we how do we feel about the season like what do we think about the season going in going into it 10 11 wins yeah you know i'm right around uh 11 and 12 wins uh from from for this particular season i am cautiously optimistic i believe we'll have double digit wins but where where i am most worried about per se uh, i have to see the defense i have to see it I, I love True. the philosophical shift. I've talked about this on my shows previously. I, I love the shift, what we're doing, being more aggressive, being more hybrid, uh, going for the longer corners and actually literally doing that, going to get them, uh, emphasizing turnovers, emphasizing defensive tackles. You know, I love all that. But we got a ton of new players. We got a ton of new coaches on that side of the ball. Um, so I just have to see it. I, I can't go all in with the defense just quite yet. So that's how I feel about the D, y'all. Um, we do have a call on the line. I think Las Vegas in the building. You know building. who this is? Hey. Vegas. Vegas. D-Shap in the building. What's up, D-Shap? Hey, you already know. You know I had to call in with my big guy, my That's big game, James, and Skywalker and Law Nation out yeah. here tonight. I ain't been able to talk to you for a minute, so I had to call in and give you some love and tell you, you know, you're always rocking them fire-ass shows, so. Thank you. You know, I got to give you some love and stuff. And so, uh, big game, James, I appreciate everything. Uh, you've been doing, man, and Skywalker and Law Nation, you're always grinding and putting out that cowboy stuff. That's why I love my cowboys because I listen to guys like you who are really passionate about the team. Appreciate you, Shot. Appreciate you. Um, you've been here from day one, man, and you continue to rock. Day so one, day one. We we, we thank yeah. you for that, brother. He said, "Are you, uh, James? He said, are you serious about getting on the show with one of us? I'm not, I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Daryl. I'm gonna get with you probably tomorrow or the next day, but you're gonna be on my show next week with me. Okay, I got that'd you. be great. Get, man, I'll get in your inbox. I, I, really, I really, I really, I really appreciate that, and that's you know I watch you and Law and Skywalker all the time, so." You know, nobody's ever showed me love like that. And that's one thing that I appreciate about you guys. Like, my father, I don't talk about this much. He passed away about a month ago. And oh, man, I'm sorry to hear y'all that. Y'all remind me of, Damn, you know, y'all remind me of the love the and, the, the, and the appreciation that you show towards me and have a belief in me that I'm genuine with 
what I say and what I'm expressing to you guys and that y'all are treating me like a person because a lot of the times in my life, a lot of people didn't look at me the way you guys look at me as a person, as a true Cowboys fan. And there's a lot of people that talk, you know, and say that they're true Cowboys fans and they don't know what it really means to be a Cowboys fan. When you're a true Cowboys fan, you love, regardless, you love the Cowboys whether they're winning or losing. It does not matter at the end of the day. You're right. You're right about that, Shap. And my, our condolences to your loss of your father. Um, uh, we, we, that's we're deeply saddened with that because uh, you're, you're a great fan. You've been a great fan for all three of our pages and a, and a great Hell fan yeah. of Cowboys Nation. So our condolences, man, and we appreciate your support. And just keep on rocking with us, and we'll keep on, you know, rocking with you, man. I, lo- I love you guys, and I appreciate you, everything brother. you guys do. Much love, guys. Thank you, sir. Have a good night, man. Bye. You Peace. too, sir. Man, Shap is a he's a good guy, man. He's a, he's a really he's a good very guy. Very good guy. He's a very good. I mean, you see how he supports us like no other. Just yeah. like you said, Skywalker, he supports all of our channels. <clears throat> I love people like that, and my condolences. I lost my father over ten years ago, so I know how that feeling is. So, uh, you know, just uh, respect, yeah. and uh, you know, we're here for you. Yeah, and Cowboys Nation, Shap, if this makes you feel better, man. They're all there's a lot of people out here saying rest in peace. A lot yeah, of people, yeah, and, sure. and that's what I yeah. love about you know our our fans, our viewers are amazing because we're we're even when we disagree, right? Even yeah, we, we there's rivals amongst our fans, believe it or not. Right. <laughs> oh hell yeah, competition <laughs> and all that shit. Right. Probably the only fan base that does it, right? <clears throat> the, the right. Arguments within, you well, know, I mean, well, heavy, but mm, but heavily, then you but yeah. then you have them, you know, giving their condolences, giving their rest in peace to to a guy like Shap, who's an amazing fan. Um, so that's awesome. That that brings everybody together, and, and this is why I love doing what we do, man. Because we're 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 not only just giving you guys our passion and our opinions and stuff like that. We're we're engaging with you guys, and you're engaging with us. That shit's awesome, man. We so. Cowboys family, like for real, like DC four L, like 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 yeah. like for real. Just what you said, Skywalker. When, when you say that, I mean, and once we get into the club, tend to get in, like Law said, tend to get you in. <laughs> I mean, once we get in that club, I mean, and we start to getting to know each other and we talking on an everyday basis, it becomes family like real shit. It really becomes family. I mean, I'm honestly, man, I'm I'm, I'm being real. I mean, and I don't know if this is the if this is the thing, you know, my lady cooked up for me here, but I'm looking at this chat and this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are literally I mean, I don't we don't even chat doesn't know these people and they're they're giving their condolences. They're rest in peace, pops. Um, you know, this is crazy. This is this is awesome to see here. When you got AD, AD said this was his first time in this live feed, and he said we have a great community. He said, man, y'all got a great community. First time kicking it on a live chat. Not going to be the last. That's AD, what we want to hear. Thank That's you, man. That's exactly what, what we want to do when we do these live streams. Because we could just right. do regular videos, and we do. But right. when we do these live streams, man, it's to interact with you guys. Right. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. We Good do stuff, have, man. Yeah, great stuff, man. This, this is This is great. Uh, another caller on the line. I know y'all can't hear him, but I can. What's up, caller? Hey, this is B-Bird, man. What's going on, bro? B-Bird. Let me tell y'all about B-Bird, one of the most insightful guys that calls into my shows. I wish you guys could hear right now, but um, y'all can run it back and listen. What's up, B? Go ahead. Bring that B back. Well, I got a I I statement first, man, and I got a, uh, a question for all y'all. You can relay it to the fellas. But one of the yes. things, man, I think our biggest addition is, is the head coach and the coaching staff. One of the things, I've, I'll just tell you about Garrett and me. Uh, I never wanted him to be the coach. I just didn't think he earned the stripes to be there. He 
you know, was at Miami as a quarterback coach for one, one year. year. Yeah. He was he was made Wade, Wade Phillips. He was put on Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips didn't hire him, so he, he just came over here. And I just don't think that his coaching, you know, in his resume, he had enough stops to gather enough luggage. Or, or valuable traits from each coach to come up and then put those things together. I just thought he was forced on organization. And in-game adjustments are just some of the things that I've heard lately about uh, not disguising things and other things. I think we were woke. Every week, I think we were at a negative on the sideline in a coaching department. Every week, so, B, we I, would go into the think, game down yeah. coaching. Absolutely. And you just can't do that in a salary cap uh, league because everything is so close. So the thing is, I was going to ask you all is this. I'm going to tell you how how much I think about the acquisition of this coach and coaching staff. Uh, and one thing, too, I'm glad they didn't keep any one of the ones that was tied to the Cowboys or anything like that because the Cowboy way, this is not the 90s Cowboys way. This is the 2010 of Cowboys way, and I don't, I don't really want those guys. But here's the deal. I'm going to tell you how much I think of the co- coaching deficit we were. If we had this staff last year, I think we're in the playoffs when we make a run. Oh my god! I want to see what y'all thought. I, I want to see what y'all thought about that. I love that I question, B. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna ask that question. Hey, thank you All for right, calling man. in, brother. I'll talk to you later, brother. Yeah. Peace. All right, so guys, he said if we had this coaching staff now, he believes that we would have made the playoffs last year. If we had the coaching staff now that we have now, last year, we make the playoffs and we make a run in the playoffs. How do you guys feel? Uh, I just want to say one thing. <clears throat> Imagine if we had Mike McCarthy for those four years with Dak Prescott. Oh, my that's God. all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You're saying last year. Imagine yeah. if we had Mike McCarthy for Dak Prescott's whole four oh years. Goodness, I'm going to say this and I'm going to give it Shut to law. If 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 Dak Prescott came into the league and we saw Jason Garrett was an average coach. And I said this on a, one of my shows. If Dak Prescott did all this with Jason Garrett. If Dak Prescott did all this with Jason Garrett, how much better is Dak Prescott going to be with Mike McCarthy? Yeah, I've been saying the same thing, too. He's going to be a whole lot better. Golly! Yeah, be and that's jumping up thing. and down. Yeah. Hey, real <laughs> a lot quick. of people don't understand that part of it. Shout out to AD again for another ninety nine ninety nine donation. Holy shit! AD, <laughs> AD, AD, I see you, first AD. Time, first time coming through the chats, and he dropping the bombs, man. Appreciate you, AD. <laughs> this Appreciate is your support. You by AD, AD powering the show today. Brought to you, you by AD. You better become a subscriber, a member. <laughs> My man. Um, we got another caller on the line though, real quick. Damn, I see you, you Skywalker. You yeah, I can't hear the calls, though. Yo. Yep, we got a call. You there? Yo, what up, what up, what up, man? What's up? Who's this, man? Bro, it's your boy Thurston. I'm the third once again. Thurston's in the building. I wish they could hear you because I know that's your man's I love game. that damn voice, <laughs> that damn country-ass voice. <laughs> man, you know it's out of Dade County representing North Dallas, you heard me? Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, like, First of all, I want to say rest, rest in peace to homie Pops. You know what I'm saying? Big yeah. condolences. Like you said before, we all fam. So that's to him, number one and all. You know what I'm saying? Number two is, you know, Mike McCarthy, in fact, is going to be a better than Jason Garrett. Shit. Oh, for sure. I can come out my house and be a fucking better coach than Jason Garrett than <laughs> something else. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, McCarthy's going to do that. 
Dak's going to be a better quarterback because he's going to have better quarterback coaching. He's going to have a better and, and more broad uh, uh, play uh, uh, um, uh, playbook. You know what I'm saying? Everything is going to be different. And when the offense is different, scoring points, it's going to make the defense better. So it's going to fit together like a hand and glove. Like homie said before, Jason Garrett has never been that coach, nor he never will be that coach. And yes, the Giants probably going to go 8-8 eight and eight and be better than what they were last year, but they're going to go back. 8-8, eight 8-8. And eight, eight and eight. As long as Jason Garrett there, we're going to know what the Giants do. They're going to run on oh, first yeah. down, and they're going to throw some bullshit pass on third down at 10 that's only worth five yards, which going to make you throw your hands up and be like, what the fuck is this? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We know what Jason Garrett's going to do. I love Thurston's voice. He's so damn country. You know what he's going to do. You know what he's going to do. He's going to run on first down, and on third and 10, he's going to throw a five-yard pattern. Always. You already know what it is, man. You already know. But I want to tell y'all boys once again, man, great, great job, man. All you dudes, man. I can get all my info out here because I'm right here in the hot bed of it in Dallas. But I don't listen to them bullshit motherfuckers out there, man. We get you the real Thurston. I love you, Thurston. Your voice is just the best. You're the most countryest, (laughs) countryest. (laughs) I love you. Like I said, bro, y'all going to give us the real. The rest of them motherfuckers going to give us that fuck shit, man. And I appreciate y'all for that. Y'all don't kiss no ass. Y'all not up Jerry Jones' ass. And what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And y'all going to stand on that. Y'all some real dudes. I appreciate y'all for standing on what y'all saying now, for real. My man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man, for calling in and rocking with us. And keep keep bringing that real, too. You bring it, too. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good night, man. Enjoy. You, too, brother. Yeah, he, Thurston was basically just talking about uh, – I keep on running to that one. Was talking about uh, Jason Garrett and how we know what he's going to do in, in, in New York and, and what he was. He never was, you know, that guy here in Dallas and – um, right. It was actually an interesting question I wanted to, or not question, statement kind of I want to get to here. Let me let me run that back. Somebody said, what about when Jason Garrett won Coach of the Year? Shout out to you, Robin. What about yeah, when Jason yeah. Garrett won Come Coach on. of the Year? Was he really that bad? Just a thought. Tony Bryce. Well, here, here's the thing. Now, I do know that there's are, there are a few coach, uh, I guess, Jason Garrett's apologists out there. Oh, but he been out here for what, 10, well, 13 years collectively. And even when he won Coach of the Year, <laughs> it was the same media that was kind of pumping that up because when you really look at it, just like Big Game James said for many of years, did you really, did you really think that Man. we was gonna win it? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody ever thought we. He, James, he won Coach of the Year because Dak won 13-3. Yeah, that's, we all know that. We all They just <laughs> gave it to him because they, we were 13-3. We had Zeke and Elliott, Dak. They were all rookies, and it was the feel-good damn story. If you ask anybody in their damn heart, is Jason Garrett the Coach of the Year, they'll say, hail to the I no. T-Mac. Hey, T-Mac, you, yeah. T-Mac got a request for you, a law. Talk to he him. He said, hit that Jason Garrett voice one time. <laughs> How you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Sound just like him, man, because I just hear And I'm just so glad that this year, 2020, we don't Ooh. have to hear it until we play the Giants because that's what he's going to do in that particular press conference. And guess what he, he said, though, one. Law? Guess what, what he said? said? Guess they said over the Giant land. They're going <laughs> to run the same scheme they ran over in Dallas. Yeah, run first. <laughs> but he, here's the thing. 
eight and eight for them I is know. good for them. Although they win, they won multiple Super Bowls in the last decade or what have you. But eight and eight on a consistent level is what they is good for them. But Jason Garrett, ain't, he ain't the head coach over there. He the offense coach. Uh, he's gonna run circles around that, that young young boy. Joe like Judge. Yeah, he's gonna run circles around. Joe Judge gonna way run smarter than that guy. Jason Man. Garrett is gonna be is gonna circumvent that thing just Joe, like he did with Wade, and he's gonna eventually. Oh, he's gonna sabotage Judge. I can see it already. He gonna say, "Hey, hey, hey T.O. said he'd be seven. Hey, did y'all? I just want to real quick. Did y'all see it. that interview with uh, Bobby <clears throat> Bell and Jane and T.O.? Uh, I have not watched it. I haven't watched Go it. watch it. It's explosive. It's fire. And I know everybody. A lot of people hate on T.O. because his mouth and stuff. But if you really and and he gets on my nerves too with the mouth. But he does say a lot of real shit though. Yes. He does say a lot of truths. Whether you like him or not, he says truths. So, and when he was talking about, he was saying this then, and I believe him when he was saying with Garrett, he said, we was coming to the line of scrimmage in 07, 08, and the teams was calling out our place then. Remember, what was it, against the Ravens after the game? I think it was Ed Reed and Ray Lewis was like, yeah, man, we knew they was going to run. <laughs> I mean, you get what I'm saying? And he's saying, and just like when we talk about the best coaches, when I heard T.O., he said, this is a league that – Defensive coordinators understand the game. They watch film, too. Yeah. And if they see you do something one week, they're going to change up and do something. So it has to be a week-to-week preparation, right. not the scheme that we saw with Jason Garrett and even when we had George Ioka when he's saying with Chris Richard. Too many times we saw that we don't matter what you do. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to stay with it. Know and I that say. stubbornness has hurt right. the Cowboys, and I'm hopefully we have moved past that crap and we can move on to bigger and better things. So so you're saying, Law, uh, when Joe Judge goes to his press conference, J.G. going to come up there and push him out and say what? How you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we got Carlo on the line, man. What's up? State your name. Where you from? <laughs> uh, this is Mark Felix from New York. Hey, what's up, Mark? Mark, you've been in my in the community uh, here lately, man. Appreciate your your support, brother. What's up, man? Absolutely. I just wanted to mention that as far as uh, the content that you guys are providing between you, Big Game James, and New Hall Nation with the videos and everything, it's really amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate it, um, especially in this time with COVID and you know everyone being home and yeah. and kind of just looking for a nice diversion. It really helps out a lot. Thank you, I man. just want to say that. Now, I wanted to mention about the whole thing with the last year, right, with uh, Garrett, the fact that in the latter part of the year, when they were losing, I mean, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan going back to, like, the early 80s, you know, with Danny White, and, you know, Tony Dorsett, you know, Ed Tuttle Jones, all of that. So when... I reached a point where I was actually saying, you know, if they lose, I'm not going to be mad because I know that they would get rid of Garrett, you know, good guy. Oh yeah. He just wasn't, it just wasn't working for the team. So Mark, wasn't it one of those things where you were like, okay, if we win, you know, playoff games, great. If we lose great, cause we'll get rid of Garrett. It was like win, win for Cowboy fans. (laughs) Exactly. That was exactly my viewpoint. So I think that right now where we're we're at, we're in a good place. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the adaptability that this team is going to bring. 
the fact that they'll have the ability to, you know, want to play smash mouth against a team, want to run them, you know, run it down their throats. We could do that. If we want to go high flying, we could do that. So basically it's pick your poison with every, any team in the league that we could play against. So yep. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Now, one question I did have though, mm-hmm. that I haven't heard people bring up too much is a whole aspect of um, empty stadiums. Okay. Now, you know how football basically, it's a team, it's a game for TV, you can, but at the same time, when you're at the stadium, there's a feeling that you get when you have 90,000, 100,000 people yeah, screaming and yelling. What kind of impact do you think that's going to have on the games? Because I'm thinking that, you know, yes, they're all professionals, but could that maybe even the playing field a little bit as far as like eliminating like home field advantage? Because, you know, the, like if you're going up to Seattle and we're talking about the 12th There's man, no 12. guess what? There's no 12. There's no 12 you man. know, KC, Baltimore, all those places. So wh- what do we think about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hang up here and I'll ask the panel that, okay? No doubt. All right, man. Appreciate you, Mark. Thanks, man. Hey, he has some good things to say about us. First, he said uh, the content's been amazing. He really appreciates it, especially during this, you know, the COVID situation. Um, so I want to re- relay that to you guys. He appreciates all of our content. And then he talks about um, he, the question is the empty stadiums and the impact that it, it will have on the games. Do we do we believe that it, it will pretty much even out? The teams and his example was, you know, when you go up to Seattle for the 12th man, there is no 12th man. So if we have to play games in an empty stadium, um, th- how do you guys feel about that? Go ahead, Law. Uh, I, I just don't feel like this will go forward because if it's, if it's no fanfare, of course, we know the TV revenue is high. Nevertheless, there will still be people with issues and problems of sitting there saying that maybe – my daughter have COVID or maybe my auntie have COVID. How can I be on this road thinking about playing football when I have family members with this particular ailment? So uh, I, I don't know. You know, I just think that we need to come down with a solution, maybe a vaccine, or maybe when we create or get herd immunity, maybe we can start this uh, league off from there. I just don't think that, that the uh, fans not being able to be at the games would be a good look for her. Uh, uh, this this football yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't for the, for the NFL it's be for the NFL yeah it's gonna be too hard man I mean all that money I mean it, it, it's 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 like like the slippery slope because we ha- mm. we're we're riding into the unknown you get yeah. what I'm saying like right. we don't know you know what I mean like where I'm out here in Columbus Ohio and t- uh, Wednesday I mean Friday they're opening up everything um uh, Monday I mean I think everything will be officially open right Boothang. Everything's going to be officially open out here. So, but even then you're still like nervous because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Even though they're opening, it's still out there. People are still dying. You wonder, well, damn, even if I take precautions, how can it, how can this be, you know, um, you know, how can you feel safe? You know, something happening. So they said, you know, the surgeon general, I can't remember. He was saying that, you know, the, the biggest thing that, they don't want to have is the football games because with fans there is because that's going to where the outbreak is spreading. So, man, it's just going to be really tough, man. You know, if they have football games, cause they were all talking about baseball was going to have some games where they don't have the fans. So that's just going to be a weird situation, but it just might be this year that it just might happen. Yeah. And then on top of that, just to 
piggyback off of what you're saying. Fans are fans for a reason. It's short for fanatics. So you mean to tell me you're going to stop thousands and thousands of people to not show up at a stadium? Look, people are not going to sit at the home when they know for sure Dallas Cowboys are playing down there at Arlington Stadium. They're going to they're gonna tailgate. They're going to rally. They're going to all be around that stadium. So it's not a good look, and it's going to be a lot of looting. It's going to yeah. be a lot of people mm-hmm. just hanging around, and really they're going to be upset for, for not being able to go in. And knowing that it's a game, and you know how football is if their team is down by three points and they think that they can yell and, and stream right. and, and just to make be a difference maker, they might bum rush the stadium, you know. So I'm thinking of all of those things, which I think that somebody should be educated and wise and smart enough to bring up that as a possibility. Hey, well, let me, you know, one other thing, I'm, I'm my, my fault, Skywalker. Go mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to say, I, I agree here with John Jones. He says, let's be, let's just be careful as we can. Mm-hmm. Everybody, let's just Pretty be much. careful as we can. Um, we will get through this. Um, just like everything else we've, we've, we've done in, in, in this country and in, a, in the world period, we will get through it mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, don't know, don't know when, uh, but I remain, you know, positive about the situation. Um, I understand there's a lot of negatives going around uh, around the country, around the world with it. Uh, but I think we will get through it. When I don't know, and, and I'm hoping it doesn't affect you know the game too much. But if 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 we have to wait a few months, and so be it, I'm good with it. True. I mean, I'm I'm good with it too. Uh, it, just like I said, man, it's just the it's just a weird it's just a weird situation you know um nba uh major league baseball just all this stuff is kind of crazy how everything is going just with this covid and like i said i just uh you know pray everything gonna be right but you know i was watching um i seen the ufc and they had their their matches and i was listening to remember when greg hardy used to play with the cowboys it was just weird what he said that he said there was no crowd there so since there was no crowd there, how he won was he was able to listen to the announcers. Not obviously the NFL what? players can't do that, but he said when he was fighting, he was you know going through the fight. But since there was no crowd, he could hear Daniel Cormier and them telling them what he needed to do to win this fight. Wow. And so he was listening while he was fighting, and Cormier was like, "Hey, he needs to do this. He needs to do this." He said he switched up the style, listened to what Cormier said, and he beat him. Wow, that's very interesting. <laughs> that's wild right and and i don't want to hear no players if there's no fans there don't cry about nobody saying that they booed you yeah, but but you so, know people they're gonna try to rally and they're gonna be all out there on them stadiums and they're gonna figure out a way to get in it, it shout out to Dwayne right he said i appreciate you guys y'all appreciate y'all fans actually look at the comments uh salute to y'all for dak and his uh, prayers up for dak and his family as well as pops yes. i think he's talking about yeah. shaps uh pop so yeah, definitely for mm-hmm. Shots Pops. And make sure you get in my inbox, uh, Daryl, so we can make that happen. And one one quick shout-out for you, and you guys do this, but I I, I came out there, jumped out there, I said, I need a $20 holler hey, right now. Right? I said, I need a $20 damn holler right now. And my girl, Jessica, who's my people, said, there you go, big game. I love you mm-hmm. for life. Hey, the phone line. We're it. done with the phone lines, though, panel. I never, I didn't, I didn't get that out there, uh, guys. The phone lines. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was wondering why I got quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just. Well, because I didn't want to take too many yeah, where yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. hear, and I don't know how that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. quirky, weird stuff happened. But we'll figure it out next time. You did a great job, though, relating it to us. Yeah, I was trying. Appreciate, job, appreciate. <laughs> Hopefully, next time, I, you know, y'all can hear it all. But um, 
Man, we was rocking. E2, what's up, E2 Blue? We got to get him. E2 Blue? E2, yeah. E2, That's my peoples. E2 said, man, I got to get on this panel. I hit him in the chat. I said, listen, hit us up. Hit one of us. E2 Whoever, Blue. I don't matter. Hit one of us up. Let's, let's, let, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit because AD is spreading the wealth. Wow. AD over he dropped, there? He dropped a, a 999 oh, for your mind over here. There you here. go. Okay, now yeah. AD, now AD, now AD, says, AD, AD don't do that. Keep you know I'm coming. Hold on, you know I'm coming, right? Hold on. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm coming. Hold no, on, AD. Wait, shh, be quiet. Hey, this is what AD said. He said, "Hey, bro, keep it quiet. Wife ain't feeling these donations, right?" Oh, okay, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, I know. I'll be quiet, but I'm gonna, before I be quiet, I'm gonna say, "Come on over here. There's a three man panel. You hit two. What? Why is he about to wake up and see that, see that, uh, uh that credit card and say, "What the?" What the hell, AD? I I, I tell you what, this is what we got to do for AD. Yeah, hit us up. The next live stream tomorrow, I I want his logo, his AD logo, somewhere. Sorry, Josh. Fixed. Fixed on the screen somewhere and say, sponsored by. I'm going to hit up my boy and we're going to get an AD. See, if you're a member of my channel, I got all these. You know, y'all little logo things waiting for y'all. Y'all got to email me. But I'll get one yeah. for you, AD, man. That, that's yeah. Weird, yeah, man. Just, that's just, love, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy Mike said. Right beside the microphone. Appreciate you, AD. Cowboy Mike said, AD got a bigger yacht than Jerry Jones. But listen, we're going <laughs> to stop talking about you because we don't want the wifey to get mad, brother. We don't want the, yeah, wifey, don't to get want the wifey to get mad. Gotcha. Okay. Just tell her, don't, don't push replay. replay. We just appreciate wow. you, brother. We just appreciate you. Um, yeah, so like I said, I, I ended the lines. Hopefully, we get that fixed, y'all. Um, but wow. E2, back to E2, bro. We got we got to get him on E2 Blue. Make sure yes. you go over to his channel, man. He, Please he, support He keeps him. it real, too. That's another he brother that keeps, keeps it real. He keeps it super real. And he played football. He played yeah. the game. This is a guy that's actually played football. Uh, high school, college, he's played the game. I had him on my show about a month and a half ago. We had a ridiculous show. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, no, I, love I, I was E2 in that, Blue. Joe. I love E2 um, he's a great man, humble heart, um, and let's just keep on uplifting him every single day. And yeah, we're definitely gonna make that happen with us jumping on that panel because Et mm-hmm. Blue, I love him. Yeah, oh, yeah, if you if you still DJing E two, hit me, man. I, I was I used to do the little hosting, you know. I, that's why if you listen to the beginning of the show, I come on there, you know, I got a little flavor to it. So hit me up, E two. We could work on work on a little mixtape. <laughs> <Right. laughs> The Skywalker field was the Skywalker still with the new field. That's what we gonna call yeah, it mixed there up. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Party shots though. Uh, before we yeah. get up out of here, shouts uh, outs and, go, and go where ahead, they can Law. find you and all that. Oh yeah, uh, nation. Uh, y'all. No, let me go man. before you law because <laughs> I can't. Law have us on this joke for five more minutes. Before he went ham, I said. <laughs> let me get mine off because I can't never top him. So let me get mine off and <laughs> let him smart. be the, the ending. Of you, it. you are okay? smart, big guy. Shout out to Rock Lee for the 199. Holler before I say anything. He said, My Hawk secondary is going to clamp Amari 12, man, or not. Okay. What about gotcha. CD? What about what about Gallery? Whatever, though. Hey, here's another. His wife, his wife knows now. I feel bad for you if your wife knows what's going on, but I love you. Appreciate these. Oh my god! We sure I ain't got nothing else to say. We sure this AD don't stand for Anthony Davis from the Lakers. 
Oh, Anthony, or yeah, Anthony Davis from the Lakers. He got he got them uh, big checks he just sent it to us. Hey, Martin said, hey, Skywalker, might be Laker Nation Anthony Davis. Real rap. That might be Anthony Davis. <laughs> we'll take <laughs> it. Hey, hey Josh. G, we love you, big baller. Shakala 28 Blade on the Impala. This is what we do on Getting this. With this is what we do. If y'all rock, rock with the late night hype, we're on y'all on the highway. No, no, no. Flyway. Better away. Better away. Better away. Hey, too late. Let me go dig in my bag right quick. Hey, oh, but listen, go ahead, get your get your get your AD out. I got a couple other donations we want to get out to. All right, real quick, shout out to Robin. He says, "Ask Law to do the Jason Garrett one more time." Trademark. Jason Garrett, come on. How you doing, guys? And then he be smiling. I was like, Ah, Jason, why are you smiling? We just lost by twenty points. We Fact, just man. lost the freaking playoff game. And the first thing he said against <laughs> the L.A. Rams, oh, we awesome. lost that. Cowboys, Marcus. Hey, real quick for my man Josh, man, shout out to you. This is great, man. $5 donation from Josh. He said, off the strength that I appreciate y'all. My son and wife are finally coming home tomorrow after a month yeah. in the hospital. Y'all have helped bring me through. Man, that is huge, oh, brother. Damn. That is huge. Yeah. Shot, first wow, of all. bro. Like, that is huge, yeah. man. Yeah. And, yeah. That just gave me chills, and I ain't I even on no BS. I know. That just gave That's me huge. chills. That's huge. Everybody, Cowboys Nation, wow. you know, yeah. prayers up it. to Josh, uh, Josh's uh, family, his wife, and, and his, his his son, I believe man, it was, damn, coming man, home. Man. That's awesome. I hope that they're, if, lot, if it's man. from, you know, COVID, I hope That's they're deep. recovering. Um, and the fact that we've helped you get through, oh man. That makes me want to push even harder, make me go want to go study and watch film all damn night and shit. Thank oh, you, yeah. man. That's, you yeah. about to fit, I, I got a project wow. coming up that I'm – you about to make wow. me get in the lab right now, man. Wow. I got a project coming up. Make sure y'all – That's, hum, that's humbling. Up. Wow. Yeah. That's very humbling. Man, amazing. Real talk. Amazing. And I hope everything is good with your, your – um, you know, your family, your wife, and your son. That's amazing. They're coming home. I know how that right. feels. I've been there before. Hell yeah. Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. Awesome, brother. Awesome. I, 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 that that left me speechless. Yeah, and I don't. And you know, I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I didn't mean to interrupt Skywalker, but no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew that was coming, Skywalker. I knew you was gonna get me like. And you're done with your outros, man, because we we know Law got about five minutes worth, so. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. This hey, Silver Blue Nation. Every single last one of them, Law, because you never oh, know who's goodness. listening. <laughs> this dude got 1,700. You never know who's listening. You, you, you never know, man. Uh, but I really appreciate everybody, man. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Black Planet. I'm just playing with that. Uh, Twitter <laughs> and Twitch. Oh, I thought but uh, just type in LAWS Nation. You should see my name or face or logo. Uh, as well as I'm on Roku TV, uh, LAW Nation TV. So uh, when you pull that, pull that up, you'll see that on the Fire Stick as well as the TV. So this episode will be on your Fire Stick TV. Yes, so and I've watched that, it. Yeah. Don't it look crisp it on look that crisp. Crispy. Crispy. I got the Fire Stick. 
So yeah. that's all I watch. And, and Law yeah. Nation is like the third in my little thing because I'll be clicking on it like, let me just live that look. What, what it look like on the TV? And it looked yeah. good. And remember. And remember. To listen to nothing. <laughs> if you, if you, you know, you, all of that stuff. And remember. I, I, yeah. I know people don't like commercials and things like that. That do help support the channel. But when you're watching it on the Fire Stick TV, do you see any commercials pop nope. up? Nope. nope. So so that's a good way to support the nation there. Commercial free, Fire Stick TV, Law Nation TV. All of our stuff is there, man. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, also, to support the nation, of course, the link will be in the description box. Just hit up those spots, man. Uh, we own... Um, uh, what it is paypal, PayPal cash yeah. app man beyond but i really appreciate you and shout out to you again for all of those who watched the don't uh, watch this channel and gave the donation really appreciate yeah, oh, man, you guys for your love and adulations that's been my time i want to say one last thing cowboys marty said breaking news <laughs> ad paid for the new corona yeah, stimulus <laughs> <laughs> yo man yo. I, AD, I, try man, to, I really appreciate i'd say man. it all the time man we got some freaking funny ass man. fans yo i freaking love you i told you we're going to do a segment where we let them just rip on I'm yeah. oh, that's them. cool. But, but, but I, I, I'm worried because when I smile my teeth, I know they're gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> I know they get me all the time. They gave me all my teeth. They came out. What was they saying about me last time about about Your hair like eighth grade locker room? They talk about, yeah. about going going thinning out. I know they're gonna tear up my me, teeth. They're gonna get at my teeth. Oh, uh, yeah, real quick, say I look like Dave Chappelle. Shout but, out but to me, Bird. But I will say this though: all of this stuff that you guys looking at, this beautiful production, I don't think that none of us. None of us making $10 million like Stephen A. Smith. And I'm not trying to count that man's paper. I think none of us making the, the Skip Baylesses and the Shea Sharps money-wise, remuneration for the nationwide. Close. Nevertheless, we are bringing you guys raw, real, uncut, unfiltered, real true questionings out here. And we're not sugarcoating anything. And there's no hidden agenda or narrative that we try to fixate and put out there to the nation to hear. All we nope. doing is putting out what's on our mind and our mental, the way we guys, the way you guys really want it, you see. So I love the fact that you guys are able to tune into this show and help elevate this thing. Because right now, uh, what we had close to five, 600 people in here. No, we, we had we, 800, or, or nine, close to 900, I believe. 900, 900 totally. people in here collectively, collectively watching on all of these platforms. Yeah. Look. I know that people are missing out because I know that it could be 4,000 people watching right about now. They just don't know where they to go. about us yet. So, so y'all share this thing. That's the best thing you guys can do for the nation is hit that share button. There's a thumb up button. Press it. Press it so much that it break, breaks on the computer <laughs> screen. Just keep pressing it because when you guys like that thing, it does something weird, you see. It does. So let's continue to grind. Let's continue to grow. Go ahead, man. I'm... Sheila, I love you, Law. Sheila said, uh, I'm preaching over here." <laughs> Sheila said, uh, "We have great. You guys have great chemistry with each other. Um, it was great. Keep up the good work. Yeah, man. We we, we family, bro. Yeah, we family. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Shout out to all of my Facebook people over here, man. Oh, Tobe. yeah. To Tobe, Tobe always make sure we don't forget about him. Tobe. Tony, huh? Tony, Tony. I love Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate you, Tony. Toby. Hey, uh, uh, hey, B Bird with the ten dollar donation. He said, "I'm waiting on that school, that Zoom guy." Yeah. I, so, so my members, I am going to. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do it, but we are going to be doing yeah. member only uh, Zoom chats where we just all get in there and we just chat it up about the Cowboys, man. Uh, no filter. It's not live. It's just us just chatting it up. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get that. Y'all stay tuned. And and Law yeah. is a genius. 
came up with something for the members. Yeah. I can't be too specific because yeah. I ain't trying to have the Illuminati, you know, the the, yeah, the, the YouTube Illuminati. Illuminati. But I'm telling you, come season's time. Y'all ain't ready for oh this. My gosh, we're going to play the song like, y'all ready for this? Dun, 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 I'm going to say, come season's Jay time, Paul, make sure good? you remember somewhere on these channels. Because yeah. it's going to be popping during the games for these watch parties. You will be watching what we're doing. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> so shout out Dan, to you, Hey, Dan Lee says, you are better than those idiots. Y'all don't have to push narratives and base on ratings and profits. Exactly. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's yep, exactly. yep. We don't do none of that race Hey, stuff. Cowboys Marty, I ain't going to be – I ain't beefing with Jesse. I love Jesse. He said <laughs> me and him are going to be going at it because of the opinion. Yeah, hey, I got – he's going to be backstage <sighs> yeah, pass from my members. So I got to be nice. We're in there tomorrow. So, so yeah, y'all, before we head out, Jesse Holly is, is in tomorrow, I believe mm-hmm. – Big games at eight o'clock Eastern, seven central. Mm-hmm. Is that right, big game? Oh yes, I'm sorry. Seven p.m. Uh, central, eight p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Okay, or so eight p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Central. Jesse Holly, host of the mm-hmm. Hanging with the Boys podcast on DallasCowboys.com, former mm-hmm. player for the Dallas Cowboys, who caught that miraculous almost touchdown pass in mm-hmm. overtime against the Niners. He will be in the building tomorrow. We uh so right after Jeff Cavanaugh and y'all know how Jesse is, y'all know how Jesse is. I don't I don't know how. We'll see what happens uh, when he's here. But what, what we like to do is let our guests you know do their thing, and we'll you know I, we push back. You know how I am. If y'all watch the show, y'all know I push back. If we got to push back, we push back. But we're gonna let Jesse get his takes off. Very opinionated guy, very smart guy, very football smart, and that's what we want. And he's real, keeps it real. You know, brother, you like his opinion or not, he ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah, and when I talked to him actually uh, today, he he told me he said, uh, you know, um, he he went over our kind of our review, and he said, you know, I like it, and he said, you know, he's going to answer those mm-hmm. questions, you know, and really good. But we also have to understand that he does still have some connections with those cowboys. Yeah, he's he on still works for him. He he still <laughs> works for them. He's well hanging with the boys. So it y'all is, have AJ. to understand, Jesse keeps it real, but he still works with the cowboys in some form. So maybe some things he may not be able to say because of that. And we have to honor that and respect that. Hey, Jay, I, I, Jay Farm, I, I noticed that as well, man. Since since the COVID has happened, the the, the podcast on DC have, have been spotty. They've been a bit spotty. So, But that's why he got us, you know? That's why he got I mean, us. I mean, we bring him. I mean, I'm going to just say this one last thing, Skywalker and, and Law, but and, and this is to my passionate yes, plea to all the fans. That look, I ain't hating, but where you getting this at anywhere else on the underground? George That's Tanner, all, where where you Kavanaugh, getting? We got Canner, Dix. Tanner. I mean, Patrick and I didn't brought in Q. We we we, Q. we gonna keep coming with them. I yeah. mean, we done brought tons and tons of people. Where are you getting this anywhere else, y'all? This is the underground. We ain't just talking about cowboys. We going out there and getting you cowboys. Trying. We getting you the top people in media. We getting you football players. We just had Tanner, who was actual coach in the locker room. I'm surprised. Ooh. Honestly, I, I know George stuff went viral. I'm shocked. Tanner, yeah, bro, Tanner, Tanner gave us so much <laughs> damn meat. If one of those, you better go yeah. back and listen to that damn interview. Tanner gave us so much meat on the bone. You if better Warren go Sharp, check it out. If Warren yeah, Sharp, because yeah, he was actually there. He was actually there. He in was the there room. in he the said, locker room last says, year. He was a special teams coach. Man, he said some stuff, player. He and he said, said yeah. real shit. He took. Yeah. He actually, and when all y'all was talking about why the hell Tavon Austin did this in this Minnesota game, he told you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying. I he, mean, we, we bring the real over here, y'all. Where are y'all getting this anywhere else? Now we're not saying, hey, we're not hating on no other channels out there. That's that's not the that's not at all. But all we're saying mm-hmm. is this. We brought this three-man crew for to bring y'all the fire and the flame and the yoga fire and flame. So we're going to continue to keep on making this hot. We ain't going to just talk about Cowboys football. We bringing you Cowboys football. And to me, that's the mother sucking difference. I dropped the bomb on that one. That that clue bomb. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. That's that's it for me, man. Shout out to everybody. Like, everybody in the chat. Everybody in the comments. We hit... I think we've hit about 2,000 comments in this thing, man. Y'all were killing it. Jeff was amazing. Tomorrow, we have Jesse Holly. Appreciate all the donations, all the members, subscribers, everybody chatting it up. Wow. I mean, every time I get off of these things, I'm just more and more impressed with y'all out there, man. Y'all are amazing, man. I'm I'm all wrapped out. (laughs) We We won live today, man. Appreciate you, though. On behalf of Big Game... Law Nation Skywalker still. We out. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. shout out to my guy Ron Humphrey over at Silver Blue Nation. Keep it holding it down, baby. I want to make sure I gave you a shout out. Shout out to the mods yeah. too. Stevie Mac Thanks and everybody. We them shout boys. Out to the mods. Yeah. Yes, sir. Remember, you're listening to nothing but the best.